Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shit. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at gotodobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Good morning, everybody. Scott make note it's uh, Tuesday. 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 That's right. Yesterday was, uh, tell you what, A plus as far as the weather goes. Yeah. I'm a little windy. Very windy. A little windy, but it was like a nice sit outside day Mm -hmm. after the show. I got one of those uh, swinging chairs. I got one of those swinging chairs. A swing ah. in your bedroom? No, it's not. It's not a swing. Is it one of those like half eggs? Yes. Oh, you would. That's awesome. That's you, so good. Is it wicker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it's it, awesome. And it has a cushion in yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I'm envious. It, it like hangs. Every from... time I see one, I go, "Wow, that looks wonderful." Dude, totally worth it. My wife found one. <laughs> totally uh, worth what? Your because legs I've, dangle. I've seen them spread between two hundred bucks and sixteen hundred bucks. My wife bought it when uh, Pier One went out of business. Oh yes. Oh, nice. So they were doing their like liquidation sale. Yeah. And uh, she bought it. And this was last year, so it's our second year with the. Uh, I seen <laughs> with the chair. I've seen one of those that was uh, standalone. So is yours hanging from your deck? No, it's got its own stand. Right. Yes. Okay. I, I saw a standalone one. It was sixteen hundred bucks. I was like, "That looks awesome." I sat and I was like, "This feels awesome." Saw the price tag. Said, "No, this she is awesome to stay if here." If she would have, if she would have spent sixteen hundred bucks on that, I would have been pissed. It's, but she got it. I mean, she got it at a, a very reasonable price. But you put the cushion in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What color awesome. is the cushion? Is it orange? It, no, it's is it blue? Uh, it's blue. Okay. It's kind of bohemian looking. And the and the wicker. Kind of egg thing is, uh, I believe, like a almost like a rainbow color, a couple a couple different colors. Hmm. Uh, man, you curl up in that thing. 
Do your feet touch the ground or are they dangling? They're dangling. <laughs> hey, everybody on this show, our feet's dangling. They're dangling. It's almost one of those ones where you want to... I makes could curl you, up it, into I was it. Say, it makes you feel like you want to tuck up your legs. I do. I, do, I tuck up into it. <laughs> yeah. Is it a two-seater or a one? It's a one-seater. You tuck up into it and hold a big cup of tea with both hands. I've mm-hmm. done that. <laughs> Wrapped up in a blanket. <laughs> and no, no. and yeah, use the word yucky. cozy. With a great novel. It was cozy. Yeah. I've been wanting one of those. Every time I go to like Home Goods, there's always some, there's like one of them and it's unreasonably priced, <laughs> but it's so cool looking. And I'm like, one day Tim's just going to come home and it's going to be there. No, it, it, it hit perfectly because we were looking for patio furniture for the deck. And, uh, and last year, Pier 1 went out of business. So they were doing that, hey, everything must go sale. I'll get one when they start having them in that weird aisle at Aldi's. <laughs> in the center aisle? Yeah. I'm holding out. Eventually, they everything gets there. I went into Aldi's one time, and there was just one computer for sale. <laughs> out, of, It was like a Dell or a Gateway. And I'm like, well, these like have, they haven't made these in like 20 years, but it was just in the, uh, I think it was like 180 bucks or something. It was just in that weird... There's that one aisle at Aldi's that's like... It's the seasonal aisle. Who knows what you're going to get. They right. used to be Jeff's favorite. Oh, Right, Jeff would always talk about the center aisle at Aldi. Yep. Yeah. That's the aisle you go down last. It's your reward for doing the chore of shopping, and then you get to go down that aisle. Hey, I got a couple extra bucks, huh? Let's see what they got that's here. That's a good way to look at it, Scott. <laughs> yeah, that's what my, I like that. That's my wife and I. Wow, a nine-foot pepper grinder. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> Need one of these. It's already broken. Perfect. Like the pepper grinder that goes on your shoulder. Yeah. Right. Uh, some pepper? Shaped like a rocket launcher. Uh-huh. Some pepper? <laughs> Yeah, but it was not, it was a nice uh, you know in the egg chair uh, day yesterday. But uh, you know we're watching the news and uh, man, tragedy up there near Springfield. Yeah. So the town is let me get the town right. The town is uh, Divernon, Divernon, Illinois, just south of Springfield, up in Montgomery County. So it was a, it was a bit windy yesterday, and uh, a windstorm kicked up clouds of dust off of farm fields up there. Wow. And the dust, I mean, was so thick and blinding on 55. I mean, there was a major pileup, 40 to 60 cars and trucks involved. It looked apocalyptic. The photos that some of the bystanders took of just, I mean, you could not see. Visibility was not happening. But if you look at the pictures, it's like blue sky, blue sky, blue sky, dust, blue sky, because it's so flat there. Mm -hmm. Six people died, 30 had to go to the hospital. So that's about 70 miles, uh, 75 miles north of here. And if you've, if you've driven up to Springfield, you've, you've driven through this area. So winds at the time were between 35 and 45 miles an hour. The area is so flat, almost no trees. It's been dry the past three weeks up there. And farmers are out in the fields tilling up stuff right. for, uh, you know, for planting. And the layer of, uh, of topsoil is loose. So, man, it was like the perfect, the perfect storm for, for tragedy. Yeah. Awful. And it's still not open. Still closed. Wow. The road still is shut down? Mm-hmm. Still closed up there. That's wild. Yeah, I saw, like, uh, I get those uh, Weather Channel alerts, and that came across. I go, whoa, man. Just seeing the pictures. It's it's, a, it's apocalyptic. Yeah. But you ever been, you ever been caught in, in blinding weather where you can't see? Yeah. Storms, yeah. Like, you know, just downpour. Had to pull off to the side. Just yeah, I've had to much. do that once or twice. You pull off uh, underneath a, a, an, an overpass. Right. 
just to kind of wait it out. That's smart. I would just pull over and get pelted. <laughs> I would never think to pull under an overpass. Uh, That's smart. You ever been caught with the top off the car, Moon? Yes, very briefly. I was probably uh, within a mile of home, and uh, just suddenly, just the, just the one cloud, like cartoon style, just just one right the over one him. cloud just went, <laughs> and uh, thankfully I didn't have the whole roof off. I just had the uh, freedom tops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have, like the t tops. And uh, man, big old fat rain, Forrest Gump style, just whop, 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 yeah. just ripping you to pieces. And that, well, it was me and the girls. And we're, uh, they're like, "You said it wasn't gonna rain." I was like, "I'm telling you, it's not supposed to rain." Yeah, if you're a, if you're a Jeep owner, especially on the weekend, you're like, "I think let me check the let me check the radar." Sure. And I was going down to uh, Hoods and Festus. Had a gig down there. So driving down, uh, is it 55 going down there? Yes. 55 going down to Festus. And I checked the radar before I left the house. I'm like, oh, we're good. Yeah. Rain's off to the west. Good to go. And then that thing hits you. And you start, ah, it's fine. It's going to roll past. And then I had to pull off into a, into a gas station, soaking wet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do Jeep's interiors have, um, like, weather-resistant material, like, more so than other cars? Yeah, I mean, the ones that, like, are built... For doing the outdoors and the mud and all that kind of stuff, they're basically meant to be hosed down. Yeah, you got drains in them and everything. Are That's you looking cool. at prices for uh, for the egg chairs? Yeah, no, no, so how much some, we got? A former Pier One uh, employee said they're called a swingasan. So uh, I looked up swingasan, and what do you know? Hanging egg chair with stand so swingasan. Uh, you can get on Am- on, on yeah, Amazon. The, the one on the right is the one. This thing, or uh, or you got this double? Look look at this. No, look, look definitely at that. double. It's a single. That's yeah, the baby. big boy. I one got there. the single. Uh, it's no like this one? One below. This one. That one. Uh, it looks kind of like that, yeah. So are those the kind of chairs that signify you've made it? <laughs> I would say so. Okay. A deep freezer and a swing of sun. Yeah. <laughs> You're definitely made it. <laughs> Living life. Baby, we're going to have deep freezers and swing of hey, if you have the means, if you have the means, get it. I'm, you know what? I recommend it. I'm happy to hear a man talk about this chair because I feel like every girl on TikTok has this chair and all the men that we live with are like, absolutely not. Too girly. It's nice. Too I'm not worried about the girliness. I'm just looking at the base. I don't know if that looks structurally yeah, sound the chain for a plus-size uh, male. Got a, it hangs from a chain to mm-hmm. the base. It's all right. We got a, uh, well, we used to have one of these. We have a, uh, a hammock out in the back from one of the kids' camps. So it's like, you know. They stole it. It's, it's, it's got some camp logo on it or something. But, man, it stays up all the time. It gets used. Two three days uh, a year, uh, I mean uh, two two or three days a week throughout the summer. Oh yeah, nice. somebody's always in that thing. Is it a freestanding one, or you have to hang it between? Nah, something? we hung it between the two posts from the uh, from the patio from the deck. Yeah, and people use it all the time. Yeah, the kids do, and and honestly, like I've I've done it a few times. The problem is, you get so comfy in there, you fall asleep. Yeah, I ain't got time. Is for it that. like a wide one? No, it's it's like a it's it's. I mean, you can You're you can tamale. wrap you can cocoon yourself oh, yeah, right. if you yeah. want. But yeah, it's it's kind of. That's one of the best camping buys I ever bought. Was like a, like REI. You can, it's a hammock that fits in a thing this big, goes in your backpack. Mm-hmm. That's about the only way you'll get me to sleep outside. Yeah. In a hammock? Yeah, I'm the army ruined me on extreme temperature and sleeping on the ground. I'm good. Got to be elevated. Got to be off the ground. I like to camp. I like to have a home base where there's a shower. But if I do go for a couple days at a time, the hammock is money, dude. Yeah. It was a good buy because it just, like, straps around trees. You don't have to drill any holes. You don't have to do any damage. Pop in. You just disappear into it. 
You're reminding me of this time I went on a float trip with my pals down in Leesburg. And, you know, <clears throat> we used to have this annual float trip where like 30 of us would, and all of our like fringe friends would come to this mm -hmm. thing. And uh, one, one year, there was this guy that none of us knew came with one of our pals. Uh, we show up, the guy has on a Speedo. Okay, like it's Friday. We're getting everybody set up. This guy. What river is this? Black River? Uh, yeah. Who's uh, possibly? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Leesburg's cool. So we're, we arrive and everybody's setting up their tents in our little village that we had, you know, bought. And uh, this guy's got, like, he looks like Tom Hanks when he's been at the island for, like, way too long. Yeah. No shirt, Speedo, probably like a seashell necklace like uh, yes. Ursula. I love this guy. <laughs> anyway, well, hang on. <laughs> free, real free spirit. <laughs> yeah. We, so, you know, we're all setting up. We got our, our grills, our food, our supplies. This guy brought a hammock. A speedo, a copy of a Clockwork Orange, <laughs> two hammocks, and some thank you notes. That's all he brought, and that's and he's and this thing. It sounds like a little kid all, running away from home. Kids <laughs> grabbing random things. Yeah, yeah that we sounds like he's a little kid. We saw this guy's ass more that weekend than anybody else's in the ten years we've been doing this trip. This guy slept outside. I don't know if he ate or drank anything the entire time he was there. He was so bizarre. But yeah, he was like you, where he just wanted to. And he sleep was with outside. your. Who brought this guy? Who brought him? I don't whoa, even whoa, remember. Whoa. I never said I wanted to sleep outside. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty awesome, though, huh? I mean, he was the trip, but I mean, it was. The, I'm, I'm talking about him. 15 I think it's years funny. Later. Like nobody knows who brought him. Right. right. Like he could have just. Maybe he just saw a group and said, "Listen, look, look I'm at how I with look. These no one's gonna question <laughs> me. This is my group." He tamaled up himself, you know, like put the put the hammock in between the two trees and just wrapped himself in that, and that's how he slept. Ah, yeah. Love that. Heart. Yeah. That's where he hangs out. My friend, took, we took uh, some friends down to Leesburg, and they're like, we got this secret spot nobody knows about on the river, and it's peaceful, and we'll fish, and we'll... We drove all the way down there, and it was like, I can't remember what radio station, but it was like their float trip. <laughs> It was like the country music station's mm. float trip was happening, and it was slammoed. Oh, it was disgusting. Literally, not joking. Like, took our friend to the river, and the first thing we saw was just a condom floating. <laughs> oh, we go, we and go off like, season, or, or we yeah, go. This is great. We go on like hidden spots that aren't aren't like these were supposed to be hidden spots, but dude, they the, were found. The they last, were very much found. The last time we went to a, or the I went to a non-hidden spot with some bachelor party or something and dude i saw some wild stuff oh. and there was one one point where you turn the corner and you think you've seen it all and then you see somebody in the water knee deep and then somebody else in the water hip Behind deep <laughs> if you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. And, somebody's going and every, stones deep everything is happening right there in the water and he's just like this he's got his hands on his hips and just went had it <laughs> uh -huh. oh, probably man. probably your buddy with the banana yeah. apple <laughs> right and we're just floating by so okay. first thing they see is a condom floating by you tell Dude, them it's a they, trojan I'm, fish yeah exactly was, i mean it literally if i was writing a comedic movie i couldn't write a funnier scene because they're like because we're coming out of this clearing, and they're talking it up the whole way down the trail. My friend is talking it up, being like, I'm taking you guys to a secret spot. Only me and a few of my friends know about it. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> and it's one of my, it's it's one of Tina's real hippy-dippy friends. I love her. She's great. But as soon as we come out of the clearing, dude, nine cops <laughs> standing. <laughs> cops everywhere, because it's just like a huge party. It's a yeah. huge... Uh, Everybody's got their tubes tied together. And, like, the oh, very yeah. first thing I... We're like, we're like, well, let's get in the water. We came all the way out here. 
kick our shoes off, get ankle deep in a used condom. Just Just there it is. Okay. I was like, all right, let's go home. I've only been floating uh, twice. Oh, man. But I we used to go literally every summer. And I, and I enjoy so it. Great. Well, they can all be so different, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like it when people from out of town come in and they go, I went on a float trip once. It wasn't for me. You're like, yeah, but. No, no. It would, they both times talking? were for me. Uh, so the first time we went was the Black River. Mm-hmm. I bought a uh, beer holster. Yes. Look at you. You know what I'm talking about? I do know you want to tie around about. your neck? Yeah, did your was no, it didn't hang around your neck? It no, it your... went on my hip. Oh. Like oh. enough for one can of uh, Bud right. Heavy. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one we went on was a couple years ago. That was the uh, Who's Aw. I love the Who's Aw. I, I, I remember we went through, was it Steelville? Yeah. Yeah. Down went through there. Steelville. And then the Who's Aw. That was one where I threw my, my kids off the cliff. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. <laughs> well, at the end of the trip, <laughs> There is a, a cliff that people, you know, jump off into sure. the water. My kids were young. <laughs> and uh, you could only go, go, they could go up, but the only way down, it was dangerous to to go get down, down mm-hmm. the, the way you came up. The way you, you had to go off the cliff. Right. You had to go off. So I said to the kids, and they were real young. I think my daughter was five, <laughs> my son was seven. And I said, hey, because they saw their little friends jumping off. Sure. I said, hey, if you go up there. There's no way to get down but jumping off. Okay, fine, fine. They go up there before me. I was going to go up and jump off with them, and I get up to the top, and they are both hugging trees because they're scared to jump off the cliff. I'm with them. I had to pry hands off the trees. Like, wrap my hands around and and the fingernails were in the trees. And I remember I had to dangle my dog. She's screaming. And our mutual buddy Jeremy was at the bottom. Oh boy! So I said, you know, his kids—he's a good cheerleader though for that kind of stuff. He, you know, he, he his kids already jumped off, and I'm dangling my daughter off, and I, oh my god, and I have to drop her off. And Jeremy's down there catching her. Same with my son; he's screaming, and um, and my daughter basically cried for the next four hours. Sure. Yeah, uh, you're telling stories that they're gonna tell in therapy. Later. Oh, <laughs> it gets better. It gets better. Okay. So I take my son's hands. I prime from the tree and I dangle him off the by the arms off the cliff and I throw I mean it's it's to them it was a thousand feet in the I air. know how high do you think it actually was maybe 20 feet okay it was still I mean it was still high the water was deep good you know when there was an adult down there yeah you, you had all the parameters set right. and for- I had, I said hey if you go up there this is the way you got to come down life lessons um float trips over Everybody drives home Sunday. Monday afternoon, we get a call from my son's school. He drew something disturbing in class today. (laughs) Picture a dad. He drew a picture of himself being thrown off a cliff. Yeah. (laughs) By a monster. You had to explain. No, no. By a giant monster with black eyes. Welcome to Missouri. (sighs) Who do you think this monster represents in this? An even better story regarding school. Was uh, I brought my son up to Big St. Charles Motorsports. We used to do the bikini nights up there. Mm-hmm. Jeff and I used to host those. And, and Moon hosted a couple times, too. Mm-hmm. So my, my wife had brought the two kids. And uh, my son, it was the finals. It was the calendar girl finals. So my son runs on stage. And he's, I mean, father of the year. Right. Father of the year over here. So my son's on stage for a bikini contest. He was in <laughs> preschool. Probably getting all the attention. All, everybody he on that a, he stage loved him. He was just standing there. He just, you know. He was just trying to eat. Smiling. Right. 
So uh, that was a Thursday. Friday, I go pick him up from school, from preschool. And uh, the teacher goes, hey, you, 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 brought, uh, you brought him to the zoo yesterday. Oh. Uh-huh. We, we didn't go to the zoo yesterday. Well, he said he saw the chicks yesterday. Aww. Oh, my gosh. Go, the uh, chicks. He drew another picture. <laughs> right. Yeah. I go, ah, let me, <laughs> let me explain this to you. And don't call Child Protective Services, right. but I brought my son to a bikini contest I was hosting. Look, you got to stop taking him out <laughs> on the weekend. <laughs> oh, your five-year-old son at the time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, my five-year-old son I brought to a bikini contest. Yeah, he was one of the judges. <laughs> well... We're Plus all he went and saw the chicks. <laughs> the chicks. Thought it was he like an th- Easter <laughs> Grant's Farm retreat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you took him to the zoo yesterday. Right. How nice. How'd he like it? He saw the chicks. He liked okay. it. He loved it. <laughs> That's he loved adorable. It. Well, you know, talking about the hanging chair, and they, they are quite expensive, those chairs. If you, if you find them on sale, I recommend getting one. Thank you. I'm going to take that recommendation. Just keep your eyes peeled. I need new furniture for, I got, I got a big new deck. That's what she said. And then I got this smaller deck, and one of those chairs would be perfect for the smaller deck. We just bought a whole new patio set over the weekend, Costco. I know. You showed me. It looks gorgeous. Costco on sale. Need. Big table, seven chairs. Need. Looking for sales often, yeah. are you? Because you you stumble, I swear, man, you stumble upon all the best deals. My wife. It's my it's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> She's a pro. Um, hey, if you're looking to get some money, if everybody's looking for some money. Yeah. Would you ever consider robbing a bank? No. No. If I ask you this question, and this is obviously not, nobody's really going to do this, but do you think you could pull off a real bank heist? No. Mm. (laughs) Look at me. (laughs) Do you think I could? Do you think you could pull off? Now, we've all seen enough. Like Ocean's Eleven We've all seen enough of those, you know, bank heist movies. I could easily do it. Just put a baseball cap on and sunglasses. There no you go. We, you know, we've seen that. We've seen the news stories. We see how stupid people, stupid people get caught. Yes. Do you think you could pull off a bank heist with no weapon, like just getting no, in? No, everything's on the table. Now, you you mean successfully, as in like never successfully caught. pull no, off a bank heist? I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say, I don't think I can. No, I don't. I don't think you can. I think you think you can. I mean, it's, I, it's I, happened. I'll do the Kansas City <laughs> Wolf got away with it for a long time. It's, I mean, it's happened. But then what happened? I mean, that was like 40 bank robberies in, dude. But you get greedy. So that's what happened. Yeah. See, probably if he would have stopped it. Do you guys know about that? No. So the guy has been to every Kansas City Chiefs game. He's the KC Wolf. He dresses up like the. He dresses up like a wolf, and, and he's been at every. And everyone thought he was like a. Uh, I was like, man, how's he affording to go to all these games and sit at the 50 yard line? He goes on the road. Everything. And it was a dude from Oklahoma who was like, he would rob a bank and went on the way to the Chiefs games. And that's how he made his money. Everyone thought he was like a tech guy. He told everyone he was a tech investor. And the dude was robbing like, and he got caught finally on the way to Texas. He robbed a bank in Oklahoma and he got caught because everyone was worried. He was so popular on Twitter. Everyone was worried about him. All the Chiefs fans were like, where's the wolf? Right. What happened to the wolf? Is he sick? And then uh, he was in prison. (laughs) Interesting. But he had... Been getting away with it for years. He's been, because he wouldn't get greedy. Here's from the New York Times. There's a New York Times article. <laughs> How a football superfan in a wolf costume ended up in a cage. Kansas City fans worried when one of their team's most recognizable supporters didn't show up for a game when he turned up in a Tulsa jail. They wondered if they'd known him at all. 
<laughs> and dude, this guy, look at this guy's wolf costume. That's a heck of a, it's a awesome. hell of a costume. Like some money on dude, that. he Dang. was on How like afford it. He was on TV every Sunday when they would do like Chiefs games. He would be like in the, with the, with fake Andy Reid. He was like a <laughs> a known like the guy in the Minnesota Vikings game. He was like a known fan. He was on the field when they won the Super Bowl in Miami. Yeah. And guess how he got the money for that? <laughs> wow. I know how much those tickets were. <laughs> Isn't that Dang. crazy? Yeah, I want to see I want to see exactly how many many banks he robbed. Well, he was a known I mean, I got to say he 5 to 6 years minimum. He was like a known uh, fan at every game, away and home. He went to all every regular season. And this guy, game. and everybody knew him from the GM to the players. Dude, Dude, this guy was legit. Bro, people took pictures with him in the parking lot. Like he was a staple at Arrowhead. Huh? And he and he was robbing banks. He was robbing banks. Huh? He was driving to all the away games and robbing banks in towns on the way. I'm gonna stick with my answer. That I don't think I could do it. I think. Do we, you? I, th I think I could. So wait a minute. <laughs> the Kansas City Wolf. He's in a mascot no. uniform. It was his own thing. Was there, there's him? an actual KC Wolf. No, that's the actual mascot. Oh, I was say, but there was a the guy Kansas that City dressed Chiefs up website. more like a. <laughs> there was a guy that dressed up like it looked more like a werewolf costume. Oh, had the Zuba pants and all that. Yeah. With the proper planning. Like, what really, I mean, like, I'm not going to go do it tomorrow. Yes, but remember that you're doing the planning, so will it be proper? Mm. That's what I'm asking. That's the, that's the question here. It's not can you run or, or can you, you know, do the basics. See, and, can and, you plan and you know it? What, and you know what? Most of these guys get caught after being successful once and then doing it again. Mm -hmm. Like, they, they're successful and then they... They get greedy. They go, well, I pulled it off once. Let me do it again. Right. And that's when they get caught. Yeah, man, I don't know. Spent some uh, good time in financial institutions recently, and uh, nope, I don't think uh, I don't think it's as doable as y'all think it is. There's a uh, lot of cameras. There were, well, mask up. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're not going to be one of the ex-presidents. <laughs> <laughs> would you do, would you use your Jay Leno voice or what would you use? To... Yeah, take, take me to the vault. Hey, 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 about this? Hey, 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 about this? Uh, hey, <laughs> about this? Uh, I got a bag here. I need that. Uh, put all put all the small bills in there. Got the um, the the dolphin on it. <laughs> on the news, it's just that. Like, that's what they show. Like Jay Leno, a man with a terrible Jay Leno impersonation. Right. Yeah. And you know what happens? This man. One hundred and forty thousand people see that and go, "Oh, Wait, that's Riz." Late night man. <laughs> Love that show. <laughs> uh, so, so there was a survey done of people who love these true, like these true crime shows, and one in eight think they could they could pull off a, a bank heist. Sure. Now, I mean, it also depends on how are we going to the vault? Yeah. Or we? Or we? That's just the big mistake, dude. You can't get. I think you could get away with it if you don't get greedy. If you just take the take the take the drawer. There was Technically, a that's still a bank robbery. There yeah. Was, hey, taking the pin. I think if I robbery. could do, like, if I, there was an old house for sale that was a former bank. It's like in one of these little Missouri towns. You could buy that little house, study how that vault was created and how to, like, get in. And, like, that would be oh, a so little Oh, so you're going lab. full Ocean's Eleven yes. with a. 
with like a replica. A stethoscope. Yeah. You're trying to break in after hours. <laughs> yes, I'm doing you're gonna, the casino. You're going to practice. Oh, you're going you're after train. hours. Yeah, I'm doing after hours. Well, I guess casinos never close. I'm going, yes, I want the- You can't get in after you're hours. You're building a training facility? Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming down from the ceiling with one of those like Tom Cruise, like, you like know- Mission Impossible things? Yes, like don't touch the lasers, <laughs> sunglasses I, on, you need a all backer. black. You need a backer for that. You need well, a financial right. backer. What was one, the one with uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones, who's, and she's like- Dancing through the lasers and stuff. Oh, with, with uh, Sean Connery? I don't know, but I watched it a lot when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, it was like some 90s movie, right? Where she's, I mean, that was like the famous one until yeah. another bank robbery movie. I want to say it was like, like paintings or something. I want to do like Thomas the- Crown Affair. Charlie's no. Angels. No, that, no that's, that's your thing with the paintings, right? It's something like well, The Game or something like that. Charlie's Angels, like where they dress up as the dudes with like the fingerprints and the irises and they're going into the vault. Charlie's Angels, Fantasyland. Uh, oh, that's from Entrapment. 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 Oh, never Jinx. seen it. Yeah. Oh, well, Sean Connery. This was like this was, this was like memeable before memes were a thing. Is is when she oh, was yeah. in this she's leather, doing like the gymnastic, like that's the Catwoman me. outfit. Yeah, she's that's in the full leather. This is learn at home. This is me. This is me practicing at <laughs> my. This bank. is Tim walking and, in on learning their basement. And, and as and as Rafe mentioned, this was like sexual to to young fellers. Yeah, because it's a hot chick in a tight leather her. outfit. With Dude. lasers. Hell With yeah. lasers oh, and con- oh, that's yeah, hot. contorting. Yeah, this is it. But watch, then, then she does like some weird uh, gymnastics and, yeah. and see, like this stuff. Look at that. I wish you could just hear all the squeaky <laughs> stuff from her pants. <laughs> Dude, they should do a shreds video of this. It's <laughs> yeah. just squeak, a lot of squeaking. Squeak, squeak. Squeak. That's me, you guys, right there, trying to get over that laser. That's what I'm There was like about. a music video that had like her going through the lasers in a real sexy way. Yeah, I feel like you're right. that up. Do you think you could pull off a bank heist, Rafe? I mean, I think, yeah, why not? Do you think you could get away with it? Uh, I think I could get away with it as long as I didn't go. I'm not going all in like her. I'm not going to try to uh, re- <laughs> The training facility? Yeah, the training facility. I would probably just go like, hey, man, quick. You're going to do the- Give crack, me what's in the drawer and get the out of big, there. the big egg open with the, with the stocking and put that over your- mm-hmm. Yeah. Over your head. Yeah. Give me all the cash in the drawer. The pantyhose, your nose is kind of lopsided. Mm-hmm. Like all stuffed in there. Uh-huh. Yeah, but then they got you at the grocery store buying legs. That's the that's Yeah, the it's egg the egg, one, right? right? Do they even sell like that anymore? Uh, I'm going full Big Mama's house. Martin Lawrence, I'm going in full prosthetic Tyler Perry, Medea. Yeah, Medea. I'm going all in. <laughs> and I'm going to, they'll be like the grandma heist. That's what mm. I'd probably do. Yeah, or like woman. woman's idea of like. Not doing the it? The slow burn. I, I, we, I rob a bank by stealing one pen a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Just yeah, And reselling them on uh, some sort of. <laughs> Some sort of resale outlet. Be like, mm. It's a big market for stolen pins. Yeah. Well, especially with half a chain attached to it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Straight from Mercantile Bank. <laughs> yeah, you go in with giant bolt cutters. And I have a Boatsman Bank one if you guys want that. It's only five bucks. <laughs> you think you'd get away with a bank heist, it's uh, fun- Scott? It's funny you say that because I remember my neighbor, uh, my next door neighbor who was like, you know, our, our, our nanny when our when our parents were working, she had a Boatman's Bank pen. And I, I remember thinking, oh, you took that from the bank. <laughs> you robbed 
the bank. Yeah, I'll never so, forget they that. Gave it to Federal you. offense. But Boatman's bank. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> That's why they're out of business. No, uh, could I rob a bank? I could rob a bank, but I think I would get caught. Mm. Yeah, anybody could rob a bank. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, I don't know. It, it depends on... Yeah, I could get really creative, I think, and... And six because they say in it one time you get one opportunity you could rob a bank and get away with it, but once you go back, that's whenever you get grade. in trouble. Now, do you think with all the true crime, you know, TV you've watched, the CSIs, the NCISs, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. do you think you could solve a robbery? I think, yeah, now using the knowledge educated. you acquired on your couch. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Of course, you're really start, good at it. We we finally took your old suggestion and started watching that jury duty. Thing. It's hilarious, isn't and the, it? And the one gal when she, they're like, "What's your acu- occupation?" It says you're here. You're in the uh, the RMA or something like that. It's like uh, the the Redditors Murders Association or something. Like where she's like an online sleuth, the yeah. old internet sleuth. Right. <laughs> It's good. I don't know. If you ask a real police officer or a real detective, there's a lot more that goes into it. I would hope so. They cannot, you know, they normally don't solve crimes within the hour. I think that's the the RDA, the Reddit Detective Agency. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I like those heist movies. I'm I'm a fan of that genre of of movie. Can you think of, like, good heist movies? Oh, yeah. There were some big ones, uh, big shows that came out, like, 2020. There was was one, I think it was Spanish. It was made in Spain or, or, or somewhere, and it was... Huge. I think it was called Money Heist. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it was a series. A yeah, few yeah. years of it. What's that? A few seasons of it. Yeah, and it did extremely well. That was think like, of movies. Everybody think was locked down and they were, they were watching Think of movies. Burglary. Think of like bank heist movies, like Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Like, that's a good Inception. And so, yeah, well, I have a list of the, the hey. 20 best heist movie scenes of all time. The score, I guess. Inception. Uh, Inception is on there. Uh, it's the, yeah, the final dream heist in Inception. That's number nine. Heat. Oh, Heat is incredible. The armor truck heist in Heat. That's number eight. Really? Wow. Eight. That should be number one, Honestly, that Ocean's Eleven. Baby Driver number six. That Ocean's Eleven remake was fantastic. Which one? Terry Benedict's Vault in Ocean's Eleven is number three. Yeah. What about Drive? Drive, yeah. Uh, Drive. Reservoir Dogs. Man, that did not. But you don't really see the heist itself, do True. you? Yeah, because it's about the. You lead just up, see the aftermath. You see the lead up and the aftermath. What about uh, Batman Begins or ba- Batman uh, Dark Knight? Dark Knight sorry. opening oh. bank Love heist in the Dark Knight. That's number number five. Really? Yeah, that was a wild scene. You remember that with all the Jokers? Sure. What about? Uh, it was just such a short scene. I thought that a couple of those other movies I thought were a little more detailed. What about I, through like through the pines or or. Um, what about Guy Ritchie films like Snatch or Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels? Uh, those are all good heist movies. No, those didn't make the top 20. Ooh. But as I mentioned before, the ex-president's bank heist in Point Break. Yeah, that's Italian Job. Yeah, what about- Italian Job is number one. Oh, nice. Really? That is a good that, one. Both of those versions the are original, The original. The original 1966 version of The Italian Job. That is such a fascinating movie. Very fun. I haven't seen that in a long time. The remake is with... Uh, Wahlberg. Uh, is with all the fiats, isn't it? Like, it was famous yeah. for having, like, yeah, yeah, a gazillion yeah. fiats in it. What Just about... Uh, usual Suspects. Yeah. That's a good one. Kaiser shows Oh, yeah. Didn't make this list, though. Uh, the Robbery in Bonnie and Clyde was number two. Mm. Uh, Le- what, didn't... Was it Leaving Las Vegas? Is that the one where he... I don't know. It's kidnapping a kid. Never mind. Uh, the Taken of Pelham 123. Oh. The original 1974 version, not the... Die Hard? Version. Haven't seen that. 
Dude, Die Hard. Die Hard with a Vengeance. With a Vengeance, man. That's not in there. And you're Fort Knox. That's a great That's one. a great one. That is a great one. That's my favorite Die Hard movie for sure. Uh, number 11 is a movie that is, I think, everybody should see. Clues, uh, give us a year. Uh, 1975. I recently saw it. I recently saw it within the past three years. Was uh, it Hackman? It's a very famous French Connection. No, not French Connection. Is it a Hackman movie? or? But it's in that vein. The Sting. Hmm. It's Al Pacino. Oh, the Sting is great. It's Al Pacino. He robs a bank mm -hmm. to pay for, for his... Dog Day Afternoon. Dog Day Afternoon. Yep. To pay for his boyfriend's sex transition. Oh. And the boyfriend is Chris Sarandon, Prince Humperdinck from Princess Bride. <laughs> and that's one where the media comes and yeah. he's yelling Attica in the middle of the street. Never seen it. That's a good one. All right. And it's it's not that long, if I remember. That's number 11. Uh, the Highest and Inside Man. I don't think I ever saw that. Mission Impossible, just all of them. <laughs> Is that on there? No. Those, those are really good. We started watching those, too. Uh, Rio de Janeiro, Bank Vault, Heist, and Fast Five. Uh, the Spa Job and Sexy Beast. That was a good movie. Uh, the Mulligan Heist and, uh, and Widows. Uh, Out of Sight. Mm. J-Lo? I think so, 1998. Logan Lucky in 2017. Uh, I got to see this movie because Eric's great. The Fenway Park Job in the Town. It's a good oh, movie. Oh, yeah. That's Ben Affleck. Sight. Out of Sight is a Steven Soderbergh film. That's Jennifer Lopez. And Ben Affleck, right? Uh, no, George Clooney. Oh, yeah, George Clooney. And Ving Rhames. Hmm. And Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn? Steve Zahn. It's the man. Uh, the second bank robbery and set it off. I don't know that one. And the racetrack job and the killing. I don't know, but people do think they could get away with it. <laughs> Somebody said the uh, bank. I, I mean, listen. Hey. I'm not going to rob a bank. I think with the proper planning, it could be done, though. I think John on the email has uh, has the number one, or what should have been the number one, is the bank robbery in Short Circuit 2. Hey. Yeah. Boy, they really, they really missed out on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, Money Train. Money Train, but is that? No, that was the symbol. bank. That was the bank. Money Tram was the bank subway car, right? That was the second Wesley and Woody movie. Mm -hmm. After right. White Man Can't Jump. 95. Wasn't Jennifer Lopez in that one too? Yes. I think I think she's topless in that. Whoa. Robert Blake, Wesley Snipes. Chris Cooper. I think the best fake bank robbery in a movie that wasn't really one but was mistaken was in Tommy Boy. When he's like, hey, this only take a second. Yes, yes. It did not, <laughs> that, that, did not, that did not make the list. Uh, and speaking of money, so two two of us in this room have been have been waiters, right? So Yes. Rafe and Learn. I have. Are you a waiter? Yeah. Yep. How long were you a waiter for? It was a month at Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because okay. I got hired on and then within four or five days I got Hired for another job, and I was like, uh-oh. Were you actually serving food? Like, were you actually oh, going yeah, yeah. to tables yeah. and serving food? I've yep. waited on you for nine years. Thank you. I, I had to wear roller skates and miniskirt, the whole thing. Hand and foot. Waited on me hand and foot, this guy. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And Worship I appreciate the, the ground the you walk I appreciate on. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, thank you for your service. You're welcome. Waited on me. Uh, no, you've never you've never been a server, right? Uh, no. no I, I never have either. Moon, you would have made a killing. You know? Well, that's not why I do things. Oh. I don't just do things You don't just money. do things for money. Okay, back to you. <laughs> you would have made a killing. Why, Liar. Wait, why, why, why'd you say that? I don't think I, uh, I, don't, I don't think I have the patience for it. Yeah, Riz, you wouldn't. But Moon would, and I think... Why is that? I don't know. Handsome, 
You're nice. You remember things, attention to detail. You're pleasant. Oh. I think all that is what people oh, want. Wow. Thank you. When they come <laughs> all to right. The Thank you very much. You're That's welcome. the nicest thing that anybody said about you today. You're, you're totally right. Okay, so when you were servers. Yeah, you're more cut out to be like a manager at a copy store. Yeah. At a copy store. You would make a killing managing. How many copies do you want? (laughs) Because you could just be impatient. Right. A place where you can just be impatient and kind of short with people. I said six, not 60. Oh, the Italian job was Mini Coopers, not Fiat's. You're right. Sorry, Alex. Oh, yeah, that's when, like, the the Coopers, like, hit. That was, like, the launch. Yeah, yeah, they were, yeah. Everybody wanted one. Everybody wanted one of those. I'm sorry, guys. I, I figured Italian job, Fiat's, my bad. Everybody right. wanted one with a my suspension bad. that could drive through sewers and do do wheelies and ramps and stuff, and had the racing stripes. So when you guys were servers, did you uh, did you have to split tips? Yeah, at the end of the night, with the hostess and with the oh, yeah. that crew. Did you find that was like BS? No. Are oh, you okay with that? I was fine with it. Yeah, because to do my job, they needed to do theirs. So. I had no problem. Okay, with that. that's a good way of thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have thought that. I go, you know, I'm, I'm the the server here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, the server. I'm, the, hey, I'm the server. Hey, hey. <laughs> so, I'm and you know, it's splitting tips is is a bone of contention for a lot of restaurant workers. Not everybody has the same attitude as you. Sure, Rafe, did you have do you have that attitude? Of what? Splitting is it tips okay to split tips? Yeah, yeah. Or it's all like it's the bartenders all bartenders it. making your drinks, right. your kitchen staff, and your bussers are coming out and cleaning your tables, so you can pay better attention to your tables and make more money. Now, okay, what, but what, what if it was one of those scenarios? And I don't know if this is how it works now, but I remember when my friends were kind of in that scene. It would it would be like um, the cooks were making nine bucks an hour, and they were making two fifty an hour mm-hmm. because it was expected that their tips were going to make the difference. So if you're splitting tips and somebody's making five times, six times the hour. Yeah, but you're making ten times what they're making. You know what I mean? If they're making nine bucks an hour and you're walking your shift with $250, like do that math. And you worked four and a half hours on a dinner rush. So this, the tips should be split in that scenario too, you you're You're just making way more money front of house. I don't care where you work. And any front of house person that tries to tell me different is lying. You're making more money because nobody wants, if not, why don't you go work in the kitchen if it's so great? That's true. I had this conversation with Tina before where I'm like, you know, there is a little bit of a bias in that industry of who gets the front of house jobs. It's always like nobody wants the, you know, go back in the kitchen. It's always the dudes back there. Mm, It is. Pretty girls up front. You got to believe it, brother. You'll hire pretty Pretty girls girls up front. Just pretty people up front. Pretty people. Yeah. Just everybody's Okay, now my, my thing is. The bone of contention would be, well, I'm working my ass off, and okay, sure, you're in the back, but you ain't doing crap. Oh, why should I split my, why should I split my earnings with with a colleague who's not pulling their weight? No, like, every, to me, like whenever I worked, I mean, I relied heavily on the cooks in the back because, a, every time you're going back to k- pick up a plate, you are complaining about the people at your seats, like you know, oh, yeah. uh, you know, and then you got to go back there and you got to make sure, sh- and especially during a dinner rush or something where they are rapid fire back there cooking, like you think that it's a ton of people back there. It's usually not. Well, so I, I bring up the story because there was this is out of Bentonville, uh, Arkansas. Bentonville is that uh, Walmart. Walmart, Walmart country, mm-hmm. baby. Yeah. Walmart country. Okay, so this guy named Brian Brandt. Uh, hosted this uh, this dinner party at this bar and grill. Forty people at this dinner party. Mm-hmm. Forty people. And uh, and and there's actually video of this moment going viral on on Instagram. So uh, 
this guy Ryan who planned this dinner had everybody chip in a hundred bucks for the for the server. Nice. So that's a four, a, 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 just over forty one hundred bucks. Yeah. For the server. That's awesome. And the moment of them, you know, this guy Ryan announcing, "I am, you know, thank you for your hard work. You know, here's your forty four hundred dollar tip." Tight. Which is cool. She said, everybody at this table has contributed or tipped 100 bucks for you. And for the other waitress who was unfortunately, uh, I guess there was two waitresses. One had to go home because she wasn't feeling well. So this woman um, named, okay, so the woman named Ryan was the server. Mm-hmm. So she she got the 4100 bucks. And this guy, Grant, was the host. He ended the speech by addressing the restaurant, telling people, tip your waitresses, everyone. The room erupted with, with applause and whoops and cheers. The waitress, Ryan, is crying. She's hugging the guy who gave the tip over, thanked him repeatedly, and this is all on video. However, I guess before the party left, she was told by the manager, hey, you need to split this. Mm-hmm. Like, this this over $4,000 tip is not just yours. Mm-hmm. You need to split this with the rest of the crew. So the guy who gave the tip found out, asked for the tip back. He asked for the tip back, Meets the server outside. Oh, and gives her the forty-one hundred bucks. Oh, he doesn't under. He was never a part of a wait staff. No, that's just a guy that wants to get <laughs> accolades. Yeah, yeah, that is a that is the farthest thing from a selfless act. Yeah, the story goes: the guy who gave the tip then learned the fate of his group's offering, and unhappy that it was set to be divvied up rather than shared between their two servers, he asked for it back. He then handed the cash straight back to the waitress outside of the restaurant. Well, what did she do? Because I really think the the morale is there. Like, because she knows the inside scoop of how this all works. The guy who tipped that much money with everybody else maybe doesn't understand how it works. I would have been ignorant to it. Sure. I wouldn't have known. When I worked in the industry, there was always like a, you know, common sense is free and rules of the day most of the time. Like, there were times that I would get Occasionally, you have a table that's like does something like that. It'll throw a two hundred dollar tip on you on a hundred dollar tab or something like that. Mm-hmm. And as long as you tell it, you know, for the most part, you can probably suss that out with everybody and be like, "Hey, I'm going to take fifty of this, and then I'm going to take the other fifty, and I'll I'll split it up like normal. I'll add it into my normal tip out, and everybody gets a piece of they it." They said she would have gotten twenty percent of it, so it would have been eight hundred bucks. Okay, so what are the what are the she should have probably got more than that. What are the details? Yeah, I think so. What are the details though on like the experience? Like, I mean, did she? Did so she was the waitress for forty people. She was 40 lucky. plus people. She took care of all of them. She took care of all of them. So like you know, got their drinks right, got their food right. But who yeah. made those drinks? Who made that yeah. food? Yeah, could she have? She, could she have just paid everybody out on the bill? Like however much the tip would have been, and she just gives everyone that percent anyways from that and then she keeps the rest i was sitting there thinking like i don't remember exactly how it divides up at the end of the night like how do you remember that like, i can't remember that either. is it 20 different everywhere some places you tip on your ring some places you tip on your actual right what you get tipped out it just every place has a different policy this is all fascinating because i just i i always thought the yeah, tip went to the waitress it is fascinating and and i understand like why they're doing that and i respect that rule and the, the divvying up thing and all that but at the same time like i hate to be I hate to be quick to judge whatever their intention was with the money and say that I should have an opinion on what they do with their money. So what I'm saying is, like, I, I, I don't, I'm just trying to reserve any sort of space or buffer zone here for what if it was mentioned that her mother is sick and, I mean, something, may, you know, like, what I'm saying is, did they tip that much because it was 41 people? 
Yeah. Or did they tip that much because they just had this rapport with this this one particular person or, well, or something, the story goes, and, and, and therefore it was it was a this it sounded was only delivered. This was like I'm just, uh, saying, I'm just asking. I'm this yeah. was like a dinner for like rich people in this area. I understand. I just I, I I tend to not be stoked when people are like, "This is what you should have done with your money." If he got a hundred, no, that's not, I, I know, that's I not the story. Here. I know that's not the story, but that's our natural reaction because we're like, "The rules are rules," and you're screwing all, uh, you're screwing these guys. You, you know what I mean? The story. Well, here's the story. So she, he hands her the money outside. She walks back inside, immediately fired. Oh wow, that's that's got a nice. She ending. was immediately fired. What immediately. if she? What if she walked back in and said? Here's all. Here's everybody splits. Um, she was fired, and here's what the restaurant says: uh, she was fired for violating its policy by telling the tipper about the plan to share the tip. Oh, okay, that's a good point. So she violated company policy by disclosing to a customer their was she asked divvying up huh? the tips. Was she asked? Did they say here? Here's four thousand dollar tip. Hey, I want to make sure it goes all to you. Does this? Does this all go to you? And then she responded with with the truth. Or? She, so she's given the tip because remember they made a big Man. deal out of it. They made a big deal out of it. like remember right. he, it's recorded. Everybody's the guy made an announcement. I'm handing over four thousand bucks to this woman. Oh okay, I missed the announcement part. So the GM or the manager in charge pulled her aside and said, "Hey, this is not just for you." Yeah. Why yeah. would anybody have a problem with her split? Like aside from the the woman who. I could see where she'd be like, oh, I want to keep this all for myself. But why would the guy who and all the people who tipped have a problem with, oh, it's being divided up amongst everybody because what do they care? They're still getting the accolades for tipping that much. Right, right, right. And and she was great. Great. Good for her. She did a great job. But all, so did all those other people. They they cooked the steak well. The, the gin and tonic was perfectly <laughs> ratioed and out. And she was waiting on 40 people. I promise you other people were running her food Absolutely and drinks. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Were. And if I'm, if I'm the owner of the restaurant and the only thing that I know is here are my rules. My employees follow the rules. And then she takes this money outside of the rules. She's going to maybe make a practice of this. I would have to let her go, too. Right? Oh, I there's mean, no I mean, win here for the for the for the restaurant. Right, but I'm just saying with, with these facts, what would you do if you own the restaurant? Would you do the same thing? I think oh, I would be super pissed because this waitress, who has now put us in a very bad situation, but yeah. also the guy because he went yeah, to yeah, the yeah. manager and said, "Wait a minute, give me that money back." Yeah, and he's then, a dick too. So really, there's like everybody's kind of at fault here, <laughs> except for the kit for the kitchen staff and the bartenders <laughs> right. are the only ones who aren't at fault. But like. In my opinion, the the management staff saying, "Oh, we don't tell people company policy about the tips." Like that's stupid. Like that's more people should know that that's just going on. That should be common yeah. knowledge. Yeah, I had no yeah, idea. But it should, that's deal. okay. But now you do. So, the guy who requested his money back from whomever, that was the wrong thing to do. Like let management, the server, and the the back staff, like let them have this moment to themselves. Yeah. Don't ask for your money back. Announcing that you're giving. Yeah, that's this weird. kind of tip is really bizarre. And giving a like speech to the earlier. entire restaurant. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, it's one of those you do it in quiet, the person wouldn't be in trouble. I'd be exactly. in there, and my eyes would be in the back of my head. I'm like, <laughs> oh. I'd be rolling my eyes so he goes, hard. He goes, can I have, this will only take hey. a minute. Dude, shut oh, up. Man, yeah. That sucks. I, didn't, I, I missed that part. It's, shut it's up. It's a lose-lose for the restaurant owner, that's for sure. I think if you had a manager who was worth their salt, you take this as a special, this should have gotten sorted out. They should have been like, hey, we're going to figure this out. This is an extreme anomaly on right. the tip. Yeah, let's just be cool. So maybe we take 20%. That's 800 bucks. We split that between 
the back of the house and your bartender. And you get to keep Everybody walks with a fat tip, and then we take the other 3000 that's left over, and we split that between you and the girl that went home. And we'll give you... It'll be a 60-40 split since you stayed. Yeah. Everybody like walk. A... Then everybody's Excuse walking. Excuse me, everybody. I have an announcement to make. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Sit down. Sounds I mean, like it would have been trouble If you make regardless. two grand on a shift, you did good. Yeah, you did good. And you still got $2,000 hanging out there to make, you know, everybody. You know, you live and you die by the generosity of tips. That's kind of how the restaurant industry works. But a manager should have handled that better. So well, they are also at fault, in my opinion, to be like, hey, the policy is, you know, letting her keep 20% of that seemed not enough to me. Okay, everything, this guy, the people that tipped this woman, he posts on Instagram about, oh my gosh, we can't believe that she couldn't keep all the money. He creates a GoFundMe for her. This woman's walking away with $18,000. Because oh, she so was fired. Because she got fired yes. for violating a rule. Wow. That's, you see, kids, that, a, let this so, be a lesson. What a plan. Let, let this be a lesson <sighs> for you, What a world. Kids. Break the rules, start a GoFundMe, and get cash out. Nice. I mean, I get that this guy's like, hey, we really want to show some money to this person. You know, everybody had good intentions going up. Golly. So now she's walking out of there with no tip. Everybody else probably got a chunk of that money. $18,000 and, and running total. What, what town was this? No, I bet Bentonville. she kept that money. Yeah, I think she you might think be she my, might be a cousin me? of mine. Yeah. If, if I got four grand in my hand and you fire me, I'm keep, I'm walking with it for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. If you fire me immediately, yeah. Yep. oh, yeah, I'm not giving that money over. Now, this Scott's got family in Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. I think she <laughs> might be kin. That's a pretty good deal. This freaking guy... His Instagram post, I'm so saddened to hear that the girl we tipped the other night at our $100 dinner club has been fired from her job. I don't fully understand why this would happen to what seems like such a sweet and kind-hearted woman. Nonetheless, I'm committed to showing her, yes, <laughs> that there are great people in the world that will do good when they can. Me. Uh, me. I've started, I've started a GoFundMe page to help her raise some money to cover her expenses for the next couple of months to get her through the holidays with the least possible amount of stress so she can focus on getting back on her feet. If you're able yep. to, And she gets 18 grand if she'll go on a date with this me. This is one of those guys that calls himself an alpha, blah, 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 and it's always just about attention. Attention. What? Attention. I like Attention. 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 More attention. Attention now, please. <laughs> okay. Everything is about him. Just now he's shocked and saddened and this and that, and he's going to start this, and he's going to give this, and he's going to do that. And, and meanwhile... And the, I drive a Prius. The Aww, restaurant... Why'd you throw that in there, Doug? <laughs> the restaurant, Doug. meanwhile, is trying to keep morale up. They're like, look, man, like this is just how things run in the restaurant business. Like, now they're demonized. Well, and that's, and that's what I feel bad about the restaurant like, the owner's probably like, come on, man. Like, I'm just trying to, <laughs> wanna, you know. I'm just trying to manage this restaurant. I'm just restaurant. trying to manage this place. What right. was the name of the restaurant? Uh, it's called Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I had the name of it, too. I, I, oh. I didn't think that was a necessary thing. Well, there's no, probably okay. a GoFundMe started for the restaurant. I'm just curious how high-end of a restaurant we're talking here. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to that as well. Just because, like... It looked Fort like it was like a bar and grill kind of place. The oven, oh, okay. the oven and tap restaurant in Bentonville. The oven and tap, that's it. So I'm guessing that these this it's hundred dollar tip was and a highly bar. exorbitant tip. And these mofos were real estate executives, so they all got cash. So this is some white collar crime going on in Bentonville. Man. Oh, dude, the oven and tap. I'm, 
Remember what what I say? Pull it's, up their menu. It's a pizza place <laughs> with a bar. Up. That's it. Yeah, that's it. It's like a bar and grill kind of. Yeah. It's on Main Street. It's got uh, chicken burgers and pizza and beer. I can't even I can't even imagine fitting forty one people in this. At they least did in it. These pictures. They did it. See, I'm wondering if, the, if their Yelp reviews are now like, screw this place. Wood-fired pieces, homemade pastas, creative cocktails. That story's going viral. It's, Another, known, it's uh, known for its welcoming atmosphere. Uh-uh, not anymore. Now it's known for its controversy on Instagram. <laughs> Uh, another story making the rounds, uh, and before we hit the teamers, remember the day. Uh, did you hear about what happened at the uh, symphony in L.A.? No. This woman is really into classical music. Or, but, or she's there's, a violin enthusiast, that's for sure. Or there's... <laughs> oh, no. Uh, you know this, so, Moon, you know the story. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> I, think the, I think the cello, that, that, that low G, just hit it right. So the L.A. Philharmonic <laughs> performed on Friday. And somebody posted audio after a woman in the crowd supposedly had a sexual reaction to the show. Mm. Oh, boy. She fiddled herself <laughs> to oh the boy. violinist. Nah. Hey, we've all been there. It happened just as the music got soft, so everybody in the, in the audience heard it. One person who was there described it as wonderfully timed. Uh. They were performing Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony. Well, that gets me, too. One of the best pieces of music ever written. But is it really that good? Let's find out. They said the woman had a full-body orgasm. Oh, man, good for her. <laughs> now, I, I do have audio. Thank God. And this is for real. So you could hear her kind of, like, yeah, like, you got to listen closely. Do we hear a little bit of the music just so maybe yes. we could also have an orgasm? Okay, great. Well, this is a little, this is a little like, snippet. It's like oh. a seven-second little snippet of it. Now, listen. That's awesome. Sweet. Wait, play that again. Sweet. You know how much you know how many times this happens at my concerts? I'll tell you what, man. Uh, uh, listen, listen, All listen, the time. Listen. <laughs> it sounds like it's part of the show. Dang. That's, awesome. That's good. I wish I could be that moved by any music I hear. It happened to me at a Toby Keith concert. Mm -hmm. Well I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> 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 During that that he red said solo. Boot, he I'll said put, put a boot in her ass. That was during that Rudd Solo Cup song. Uh, so is the music really that good? I know somebody said maybe the woman's boyfriend was responsible. The theater was dark. Huh? They were on the balcony. Um, the the woman was breathing heavy. <laughs> the boyfriend had a smile on his face. I don't know. Let's let's listen to that again. Yeah. Let's uh let's let, let's enhance the audio just a little bit. <laughs> it is very moving. Yeah. I mean, I've only gotten goosebumps and cried at shows. You know what I'm saying? Like I've never Hey, that's like no, yeah. that's, 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 that's all I've only a few I mean, steps she was away. Really into it. Maybe I'm getting there. Man. That's great. Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony. Mhm. Mm so moving. <laughs> Maybe I maybe just not that in you know, not that into classical music. Maybe I just don't know art. That's it. That's I just it. don't know art. No. You ever take a music appreciation course in college? Anybody? I took a survey of rock music, and it was awesome. Yeah. But they neglected to tell me that there was an attendance policy, uh, so yes. my A turned you? into a D or an F hmm. or something. Well, there's great class though. 
speaking of maybe me not understanding art, uh, there's an art piece at a museum in South Korea, which is a banana duct taped to the wall. Great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, I remember this. That was a big deal. Yeah. Uh, th- and that that's the piece. It's a banana duct taped to the wall. Mm. It's by an Italian artist named Maurizio Catalan. It is... Um, I guess this guy's got multiple versions of the banana tape oh, to the okay. wall. Yeah, because this, this came out a couple years ago. One sold for $120,000. To its, can I just say, in its defense, he does cut the tape very, very sharply. So it's like a very, good cut. Like that's a good cut on that torn. duct tape, right. <laughs> so last week, an art student walked up to the, to the banana, removed it, ate it, and then taped the peel to the wall. Wow. And that sold for... That sounds like Scott Rizzuto, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. Like, I feel like college you... Would have been like, look at this. They call the start. Watch this. No, I would. And then I wouldn't tape the peel that. back on. I could totally I see you doing have that. Done that. You, you're visualizing I'm, it. Right? I would have been too it. nervous to get it, caught it, and the, arrested. Yeah. The punk ass in the picture that we. I would have been. I would have been nervous to get arrested. <laughs> yeah. I mean, think about it. the guy you just saw in the, in the in the picture going like, "Hey, Jimmy, watch this." I don't <laughs> want to get in trouble. Squeezing that banana out. I don't want to go to jail. I'm too fragile. We all know that. It's all right. You can you can eat one banana art piece. Once and get away with it, but you're probably going to get caught if you do it again. Uh, the museum said the student told them he ate the banana because he was hungry, and the museum replaced the, the peel with a fresh banana. Uh, they did notify the artist, hey, Maurizio. Hmm. Um, somebody ate you somebody, somebody ate a banana. How can you possibly recreate it? How will you ever re- recreate it? Somebody took your art, and they adjusted it. Ciao, Maurizio. Yes, it's the museum. Uh, somebody ate a banana. <laughs> I love it. So they notified the artist, but they said he didn't have any reaction to it. That's because it, this has happened before, actually, uh, when oh, the previous no. version was displayed <laughs> in 2019. And, and that's probably the dumbest thing about this whole situation. Everybody knows this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it's a banana duct taped to the wall. Okay? Everybody knows it's ridiculous, except anyone who's tricked into buying it. Right. I mean, remember the the one sold for one hundred twenty thousand dollars. So that's the that's the thing. The artwork is called Comedian, uh, and the artist is known for his satirical pieces. Mm-hmm. So the museum actually replaces the banana every couple of days anyway. So there's nothing special about the banana, and the student probably knew, knew that. it was art, not a free snack. So nobody's nobody's taking this. Well, seriously. you know what? I'm sorry. Don't be don't be taping up snacks. All right, unless you're ready for this. Yo, I got a, I, I got one, and I'm going to uh, see if I can get in the St. Louis Art Museum. It's um, scotch-taped Teddy Grahams. Yeah, man. And just like the, the blue bag, Teddy Grahams is right there. you right have there. some idiots holding a, holding a champagne flute going, now, the more this attra- really speaks to me. The more attractive the snack, the more this is going to happen, the more it's going to get in the news, the more it's going to be valuable for other museums. Right. And why does why does the museum have a rat problem now? This exactly. guy this guy probably knows what he's doing. Dude, he's I know probably you like, can name it. I love the fact Dude, that this if you guy scotch ate the tape, If you scotch tape Teddy Grahams to the wall, we could call your, your art piece the Graham. Whoa. The Graham. <gasps> but, Graham. but drop the H. And then, and then people Instagram it. The Graham. Yeah. <laughs> the Graham by Moon. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Drop Graham. the the. Graham. Graham. By Moon. By Moon. Mm. Have you seen Moon's latest piece? Graham. I hope <laughs> it's the chocolate one. Graham. It's, it's <laughs> to me. You know, Idiots. It's going to be different for every, uh, Maybe for every region got, that it's... You got one woman orgasming during Tchaikovsky. Yeah. It's art, man. Leave it alone. Morons buying bananas, bananas duct taped to the wall. You got any art at your house, Riz? You buy any art? Bananas. Like, like spend like hundreds of dollars on like pictures and stuff. Um, there are some art on the wall. I, I don't know what anything is. Okay. 
So you, yeah, you haven't like had interest in like my wife finds sure. My wife, she finds she finds things. She finds an art museum going out of business. It's yeah. a good deal on a bunch <laughs> yeah. of art. Yeah. Or heist. Or got, heist style. I got this uh, patio umbrella and a painting. Yeah. All right. No more no further questions. No further. Thank you. All right, Team Riz Member Today is brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotcent.com slash Team Riz from St. Louis. Krista McKenzie is our team. Krista has been an avid listener of The Point in the morning since 2007. That's even before the old, old show. Yeah. Uh, Krista and her husband uh, both talk about the Riz show every day when they both get home from work. See, we are bringing families together. They also uh, both attend as many Riz show events as they can. Krista also loves when I get angry and frustrated. When does that ever happen? Please. She says, I love you, Riz, but your anger voice makes me laugh so hard. You have an anger voice. That's so good. <laughs> Just about McKenzie from St. Louis is our Team Riz member of the day. Get super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. All right, we will take our first break of the morning. We'll come back with news. Hey, Riz here for locally and family-owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers in business since 1976. So whatever you drive, your car, your van, your light truck, your SUV, your hybrid, or EV, you could count on the friendly folks over at Dobbs to provide you with the tires you need. Just right for your vehicle and driving style at the lowest price in town guaranteed. And don't miss out on Dobbs savings. Click on GoToDobbs.com now for Dobbs' April deals on the best tire brands and expert auto service and repairs. For nearly 50 years, customers have counted on the Dobbs service pros for expert auto service done right the first time, including that routine and preventative maintenance. And with 43 stores, including Dobbs' newest store in Columbia, Missouri, complete full-service tire and automotive care has never been so convenient. Check out all of Dobbs' money-saving April deals on tires and auto service and repairs at gotodobbs.com. Hey, podcasters, if you're somebody who suffers from chronic sinus infections, it's misery. You know it. I'm talking about about two or three sinus infections a month, you should have a consultation with Dr. Gould at St. Louis Sinus Center. If you're suffering from facial pain and drainage and pressure, you're tired all the time, it's time to get yourself fixed up. Take action by making a phone call to St. Louis Sinus Center and ask about their balloon sinus dilation. It's easier than going to the dentist. It's proven to be as effective as your traditional sinus surgeries. Now, with balloon sinus dilation, minimally invasive procedure, 90 to 95% of patients who have this procedure should never have to have another their sinus procedure in your life. Believe there can be relief. Paul St. Louis Sinus Center, 3144-RELIEF. That's 3144-RELIEF. Or hit them up online, stlsinuscenter.com, stlsinuscenter.com, St. Louis Sinus Center. You know it's never easy to predict the future. You don't have a crystal ball. Now think about four months from now. Are you going to be happy at your current job? Is your paycheck going to stretch far enough? Now you could change your life in just four months. Thanks to Centric. Centric prepares you for a career in the fastest growing industry in the world. That's technology. Centric's hands-on program teaches you the actual job skills you need to get hired. And they're with you every single step of the way. They will help you land a job because Centric teaches you the actual skills employers are looking for. And again, they help you land a job and you could make that change today by going to centric.com slash R-I-Z-Z. That's centric, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q dot com slash R-I-Z-Z. Take control of your future at centric.com slash Riz, even if you have no IT experience. 
Hey, this is Rafe from the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. That's right, you're talking to Captain Porksteak himself, and I want to talk to you about prize picks. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 100 times my money this basketball season. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players. And stat types are what makes Prize Picks the number one fantasy sports app. Now, this week on Prize Picks, I'm looking at the playoff basketball board and selecting uh, Anthony Edwards for more than 29 points and Nikola Jokic for more than 10 rebounds, or Jalen Brunson for more than 30 points and Tyrese Halliburton for more than 10 assists. And WNBA's right around the corner. I'm going to pick Caitlin Clark to make three pointers on my lineup when the women's basketball season tips off later this month. Download the app today and use code RIZ for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I'm going to repeat that. Download the app today and use code RIZ for the first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I love prize picks and you will too. Prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, uh, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair. And the Colchesterville Fence Deck, we did a uh, complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality, and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Rizzo this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Experience and change your life today. Oh, and by the way, you could use your GI Bill for funding or pay for tuition. Centric.com slash Riz. Hey, this is Ben Bailey, and you are listening to The Rizzuto Show. Have fun. Keep laughing. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, Show 1057thepoint.com. Boy, people got their opinions about the split and tips thing. Yeah, yeah most of them are wrong. Well, I mean... You. There's a, is it, I guess there's a difference between tipping out and splitting tips. Sure. Tipping so splitting out, tips, yeah. splitting tips is splitting it between all the waiters and waitresses. Right. Tipping out is paying the other people that support you in your job. I didn't. Yes. Again, I, I, I didn't know to be that. honest, I didn't realize that either. Like we always just call it tipping out at the end of the night. Yeah. Yeah. There were a couple of people that were saying, and but, I and I and and I, I'm I'm ignorant when it comes to this this industry. But uh, you know, a couple people said, "Well, if I, you know, if I gave somebody four thousand dollars tip, and it was meant for that person, I'd be pissed if it didn't go to that person." I get what you're saying, like you really want to be subjective with it, but like that's just not like I would really love to be able to bring my own beer at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater and do myself at in a different place, like. You can't just act like you can do everything that you need to do. Like, the way that the restaurant industry works, get all flustered, that's just not how it works. And and this place had a position that said, hey, this is how it works at our restaurant. So, you don't like it, work somebody else. Or, uh, work somewhere else. Exactly. And I'm sorry, you don't get to do whatever the hell you want to do, even though you're a top executive with your money in this establishment. This is how we run our business. 
Some people said that mom and pop restaurants uh, don't operate that way. Okay, good. I, fine. Okay, so 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 <laughs> I, your response should be then go work there. I, yeah. I, su- I support everything you say, and that's and but but then if he were here, I, I would assume this loudmouth guy would say, "Well, that's why I took my money back and I did what I wanted with it outside the restaurant." Okay, well, then, and then she got fired. So see, your actions have a reaction. Like everything has a consequence. So. Maybe if you wouldn't have done that, this young woman would have had her job still. But I guess she wouldn't have $18,000 from the GoFundMe that this executive guy So, so you think he's doing maybe the GoFundMe because he feels guilty maybe. for getting Possibly. her fired? Or more, look how, look at what a nice person I am. I'm the best. No, in the description <laughs> of the GoFundMe, me. it was because she got fired. And I, so I, he's I, feeling, I, and I, a lot I, of I statements. Right. Oh, I did this in and the I did that. Not and, we. And look, man, I was a server. I want this young lady to have a good, I want everybody to earn sure. a living wage. I'm not trying to say that this young lady doesn't deserve great cash for what she's doing. But I'm just saying she has chosen to work at that restaurant where they have a stipulation about tipping out at the end of the night. She has probably done that a million times. I don't know how long she worked there. She knew that, oh my God, this amazing tip, I'm going to have to put that into my lump son at the end of the night to, to tip out with all the people I worked with. It's just a mess for everybody. How about, by the way, there were mistakes. People. What? 40 people. I mean, a 40 person party. Right. That's. Yeah, God but like. She's incredible. Remember, she's she, she decided she decided to not go back in there and say, here you go, boss. Let's let's split this up like we. Also, you don't to. know the right. details of like, yeah, she waited on a 40 top, which is hard. But I promise you she had help. Yeah. People help each other. They run food. You run drinks. Also. Maybe there was there another waitress waiting on every other table in the building who was kicking ass and so she could lighten her load so she could give good service to yeah, these maybe. people. All those details are being left out of this story. And also this was failures on all sides. The manager really boofed it on this one too. Like yeah. there was a way to work that out where everybody got a generous tip. She got to keep the bulk of that money. Everybody goes home happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a way for her to go home with at least twenty five hundred to three grand of that tip. Take another thousand, split it between everybody. Everybody's getting a generous tip that helped out. That's just a time not, that a manager has to step in and be a manager. They not failed on this too. Uh, today, by the way, is Teacher Appreciation Day. Oh. All right, today is. So. Who is your favorite teacher of all time in your school? Um, I, I will tell you. I had a teacher named uh, Hyman Schuster. Okay. He was the TV production teacher. In uh, in high school, That's I cool. had him for three years, and uh, our high school had like a it was like a first of its kind in our in our area had a TV production studio, and we put on a newscast every Thursday night. That's it was like awesome. a student newscast that was run on uh, like the local cable access. Oh, wow. Wayne's World, that yeah, was so like, cool, like Wayne's World style. So I was an anchor and uh, the um, cameraman. Tell me there is tape somewhere of you. There's got to be. Oh. And we had to put a suit on and read so awesome. and read like the student news and it would it would actually be on TV. But you know, he he uh High Schuster, uh, I think he just retired too. Really great guy. Um kind of got me going as far as being in the entertainment field. Yeah. Good dude. Wonderful. Moon, who is yours? Um I actually am I'm still in Contact with uh, prob- probably my 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 favorite two uh, two or three um, equal 
equal uh, effect on my life, but actually both uh, made me want to be teachers, um, which is quite interesting. And I ha- I've, I've been in contact with uh, Miss Garrison from, from fourth grade uh, many, many times over the last couple of years, but also my fifth grade teacher, who's named Mr. Fourth. Mm. <laughs> so fifth grade yeah. Mr. Fourth. I actually saw him. He came to Together Credit Union at, down in South County. And saw me. I haven't seen him Aww. since like 1991 or 1990. Awesome. Yeah, whatever year that was. What did he teach? He was just a fifth grade, just fifth grade elementary teacher. school. And uh, man, but like he was. I, I mean, I have specific memories of like, whoa, like this is, this is an admirable quality mm-hmm. in in somebody. I will and, tell you, and, my worst teacher. And Wait, I got. And I, I come fi- on, real quick. Appreciation I, day. I, I, I finally got to. Te- I finally got to tell him that. Like, hey, man. Like, I, I, I worked with with kids. I was a school bus driver. I worked at the, uh, uh, for the cities doing all the day camps and. And something that always stuck with me was how you treated us and how you did this yeah. and how you did that. And I finally got to tell him that. And it was like, it was awesome. This was just a couple months ago. It was a pretty, pretty special moment. I'll tell you my worst. No, no. Let's just say this. No, Teachers no. have such a great effect on, on kids and, and people and, and build who you are. So anyway, okay. tell the us your worst, worst. Yeah, let's hear it. Also helps mold you. Oh. <laughs> That's right. What you don't want to Makes become. Makes you appreciate the good ones. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sister Eleanor. Sister, Tara- of course. Oh. Sister Woo! Woo! You get slapped on the wrist. She taped my mouth shut. I believe it. You know what? <laughs> best teacher. Yep, that's that's the best. Like full duct tape. What? Because I I never forget. It. I just gotten over the chicken pox, and you know when you uh you know like they scab right? Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Like you know chicken pox on my face. Like mm-hmm. kids don't get kids don't get chicken pox anymore. But you know remember we used to get chicken pox. Yeah. Even like the, as far as like the parents would put other kids together, the, yeah, the chicken dude. pox parties, wild. Right. <laughs> different time. Oh, wild. Different time. Oh, your kid is sick? Cool. I'm bringing Bring him over. Bring him over. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Not happening. So, you know, they scab over. I remember sitting, it was my first grade teacher, Sister Eleanor, at St. Andrews in uh, Flushing, Queens. Oh, no. And uh, one of the scabs fell off my face. I Ew. guess I was picking it grouse. I okay, know. Sorry. Come on, Enjoy man. your breakfast, everybody. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so Sister Eleanor thought I was picking my nose. Yeah. <laughs> so she taped my finger to, to my your face. face. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. Come on, man. That's pretty awesome. Oh, I like her. What's your therapist say about she that? She was so mean. Yeah, sorry, man. She Dude, was my, so mean. You, but can I just say you have perfect skin, so, like, and, you probably didn't pick again and ever. She, she had, you know, the pointer, um... With it looked like a little rubber bullet at the at the tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember oh, those? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, and she, I mean, she, on the yep. hands. Those were heavy, boy. Those were so cool. They point to stuff on the board. It almost looked like a pool awesome. cue. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> it, it really did. did. It really did. It really did. Dude, my my um, my son's having a rough go at, with, with with some of his stuff at school. We were talking about teachers and his opinions, and and this is in front of my parents, which were both you know retired school teachers. Oh, yeah. And I was like, well, I mean, listen, son. Um, you know, my mom and dad, your, your papa and grandma, they, they they were teachers. And you know what I found out over the last, like, 20 years is I run into all sorts of people that had them as students. And one one person will say, man, he was the worst. And then the next person will say, man, he was the best. Mm-hmm. So it can be a totally different experience for everybody. you got to give, like, teachers a little bit of grace, man, because they're yeah. trying to give you oh, some yeah. grace. Sister Eleanor was the worst. Yeah, and, and my, my son's like, no, man, like, you know, the, this teacher doesn't like me. And I was like, well, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe there's good reason. But the greatest thing is I love, because my dad is, like, a dry, he can be an intense dude. He can be very frightening if, if, he, if he wasn't. Me. Like, he's, he's a really interesting, complex guy. And my favorite is when I run into people and I'm like, oh, yeah, you had my dad as a teacher? Well, what do you think? Because, man. 
it runs the gamut. Mm-hmm. Because my dad is a no-nonsense dude, and he came from an era where, like, if you were disrupting the class, he would just send you out. Well, yeah. what did Nikki Glazer had him? Yeah, and Nikki oh, Glazer, cool. Nikki Glazer was in here, and, and and we found out that that she had him, and I was like, what do you think? You know, what do you think? And she was like, oh, that guy was hilarious. Like, he would just kick people out and whatever. Mm-hmm. He was really funny. Like, I mean. She she enjoyed it, but I love that about having teachers for parents. Your most memorable teacher. Uh, her name's Terry McGee. We're still friends to this day. I had her every year uh, through high school for English, and she was one of those no-nonsense kind of scary teachers. People either really loved her or really feared her, and she and I, friends of the family now, we've gone to London together, like, just wow. love her to death. She was one of the, her is how you were saying um, that your teacher helped you really get into the entertainment yeah, business. Yeah. Uh, Terry McGee helped me find my voice. And just really nurtured my, you know. Thank you, Terry. Yeah, thanks, Terry. Thanks, Loved Terry. Her. Right? You tearing up on that? Yeah, I'm te- I thought you were doing the piano. I you were no, the piano I too. You really blew it, dude. You had a perfect opportunity. No, I was looking for something else. Come on, man. I thought a Terry. There I were a, a couple. Uh, <laughs> man, I thought I had a Terry button. She was she was riffing, and you could have you could have. I was trying to find rhythm. my Terry That's button. That's all right. That's all right. That's funny. Ironically, it's not under Terry. <laughs> You're uh, under that. Terry. Uh, I would say there were there were a couple, but um, Wilma Westerfield, who I've talked about on here before, was the teacher that taught adult living and home ec and gave me valuable skills. And she was always very sweet to me. And when I the day I graduated, she put a gold money clip with my name on it underneath the seat of my car. He oh, does. that's awesome. And uh, I still have that to this day. That's cute. Uh, but she was like very practical. Moon just showing that my favorite teacher just died. So, so somebody sent that Aww. over. Oh, wow. sorry about he that. He died last year. Really killed my uh, favorite teacher rant I'm there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. I've been sitting here patiently listening to right. all you guys accolade all Moon. these teachers oh, that changed your that. life and helped me get into the entertainment business, <laughs> and my father's a hero. I start talking about Wilma Westerfield, and you're putting up an obituary, man. That seems sabotage to me. Oh, so much ego in this room. <laughs> Uh, sorry, Miss Westerfield. I'm sorry. You're, yeah, hang wherever on. you are. <laughs> Is Westerfield? <laughs> hopefully not with Mr. Schuster. Yeah, hopefully yeah, she's passed. not. She messages. Uh. She messages me occasionally. Checks Go, on me. She's a good lady. He just tried to shame me. And, and uh. I'm kidding. Put it back up. <laughs> Look how lovely he looks. Uh. I looked. Uh. Okay, this this is just an email. Says your teacher passed away in Florida in 2022. Okay, go down. That I sounds mean, like a company. Home. Yep. I could it could be a doctor's picture. <laughs> I just you love could be that the director at the funeral home. This audience takes it upon themselves to Google who you're talking about to make sure they can see yeah. well, who that is. Hyman is a pretty funny name. It is. It's a cool name. But he was such a cool teacher that even though he didn't name Hyman, nobody made fun of him for it. It sounds like yeah. a book textbook company. Like. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Algebra Hyman one Schuster. by Hyman Schuster. <laughs> Scott, your favorite teacher? Yeah, it was in high school and it was Mrs. Huff, and she was my Spanish teacher, and she's the one that Put the love of, I guess, the Latin world to me because she traveled extensively throughout college and lived in Mexico and all this stuff. And so it's made me want to travel the world over. She put that bug in me, and and she was absolutely amazing. And she was my neighbor. Oh wow! Yeah, that's why I got straight A's. No, just kidding. You guys ever see a teacher at a bar, like when you were in high school, and you'd like go to a place with your parents and like you'd see like Mr. Thompson no, at the bar I, having a drink? I run into my teacher at a bar here. It's, it's something. Are you stalking me? It's it's very yeah. weird. I mean, it, I just remember that dynamic of being like, oh, they're real people too. Like when you realize that, like, no, you know, they're just normal. They have kids. Oh, yeah. Mr. Schuster had pancreatic cancer. 
Yes, died in October of 22 from pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic cancer is going to be more important to you now. I mean, it's already important, but... Oh, man, that's a a a bummer. Yeah. Sucks. Shout out to Jeannie Carando, too, my English slash drama teacher. She was the only person that harnessed uh, my sense of humor and gave me... She was like, if you be quiet, I'll give you five minutes at the end of class. You can get it. Oh, wow. You could do a tight five. Yeah, and she was the only one I was quiet for. She understood... That it was an impulsive, uncontrollable urge right. and she, to be she funny. Right, and she tamed the beast. She did. She figured out a way. She yeah. would, like, find things for me to do. Like, she let me read The Quiet Man to the class in an Irish accent. And so she was she was a great teacher. She had, she understood that people learn in different ways. I had an old man in the, um, I, I don't remember his name. Uh, he was doing a history course. It was some specialized history course. I forget which one it was, at, uh, at St. Louis Community College. And I will say, I appreciated him so much because the first day he's like, hey, just remember. I mean, it was, it was, it was finally like I, I had had some history courses. I loved history. I had some history before where people like sp- spoke in facts. And I really, they always kind of rubbed me a little weird. And this dude, first day, was like, hey, everything you've learned about history, just remember, it's always written by the winners. It's always a perspective. Remember, there's multiple stories to every event. This event happened like this to these people and happened like It was like, finally, I got, like, the lesson of perspective when it comes to history first. And it was like, this is so much more well, complex yeah, and nuanced. And, blah, and it was just like, oh, my God, I, he's speaking my language. I love this guy. So, as I said, you know a teacher's cool if you have a name like Hyman and nobody makes fun of you. Right. Like, I know, uh, I think my kids have a teacher named, like, Mr. Gay. And, uh, you know, to middle school kids, you, you are the worst. Mr. Gay. So, I think at the beginning of the year, it's like, God, let it out. Get it out. Just get it out. What Just let it out. I've survived the 90s. Here we go. Right. For the next five minutes, you go. Do you guys have any hot teachers? Oh, uh, my yeah, God, we'll, yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let's wow. appreciate them, too. Hell, Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Adams was a substitute Wow, teacher. you just went somewhere. I did. I'm trying to go back to wow. the brain. You just left your body for a second. What? I did. I'm in my body right now. Uh, oh, <laughs> damn. I'm the woman at the orchestra. <laughs> you are. Uh, yeah, Miss Adams was a uh, substitute teacher that would uh, be there in sixth and seventh grade. Mm, best day ever. Man, I can't remember her name. We did have a science teacher that was stunning, and I don't remember her name. What a bummer. Okay, so science, I was just thinking about this lady the other day. Life science teacher in eighth grade, her name was Mrs. Coke, I believe. She was a total babe. Um, Mr. Doogie taught psychology. Yeah, Here we go, I'm going to rattle him off. Gabe, my, which is like a first name basis teacher in uh, college. He was creative writing. He was the cutest. And they were all like, a pro, you know, there's never any like scandal. They were just blessed with great brains and great genes. They had it all. Nice. Had it all. Yeah. Man, I never got to tell Mr. Schuster I appreciated him. Sorry, man. That's a bummer. I will say, man, that opportunity when Mr. Forth came up to me at the... Because as he was coming up, I do need glasses these days, but as he was coming up, I didn't recognize him at first. I was like, oh, my gosh. And instantly, I I felt like a fifth grade kid again. I was so appreciative that I got to see him, man. It was awesome. Hey, pour out a little of my coffee for Mr. Schuster. Yeah, man. A little coffee for Mr. Schuster. In the recycle box? No, what are you no, doing, no. you dummy? Oh, we just wasted would, those paper he now. He would want it that way. <laughs> oh, he just he poured, poured it, it out in the recycle box? Now we got to throw those papers away. <sighs> yeah, they are soiled. Can't recycle them. Hey, I'm more Donnie in my is way. Gonna be I'm more in my way. Fine. <laughs> Let him be news. in his feelings. 
Of both in-store and online through May 14th. Applebee's, uh, teachers get 10% off with a valid school ID or a free main course today at uh, select participating locations. Buffalo Wild Wings, uh, teachers and staff get 20% off orders at participating stores uh, uh, stores during, um, I guess, this week. Oh, I wonder, it, it, what if you're a retired teacher? You get a discount for that? Because my, mom, my mom's been pulling that passed. senior discount every day that <laughs> she could. Know. Sorry, Mama Moon, you can't have everything. Uh, oh! I'm sorry. Bye. Sorry. Gosh. This would be the day she go out to some cafeteria and be like, "Do you guys uh, have no. a senior discount nope. and a teacher's here. discount?" Big oh, news. she's trying to combine them. I don't know. I can, <laughs> ab- I can imagine she would. No combining offers. <laughs> uh, big news for those of you living on the Illinois side: a proposal by the Illinois Secretary of State would legalize the hanging of items from your rearview mirror. Finally, thank yep. God. Yeah. House Bill 2389 <laughs> would uh, not give police officers the authority to stop a driver for simply hanging things like air fresheners, rosaries, fuzzy dice, plastic lays, plastic lays. Wow. Still the person rocking the 50,000 COVID masks hanging yeah. from your rear mirror. Well, right now, you know, you know, it's going to be around them right now is the uh, the uh, graduation stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, like, the, uh, what, what is it? Tassels. Yeah, tassel and, like, a number or whatever the heck it is. Well, Wait a minute. You're telling me that this has been illegal this whole time? This whole time it's been illegal. Because I, I want to say, Rafe, we probably had things hanging from our rearview mirrors. Like, we the did. fuzzy dice. Mm-hmm. I remember guys I that were big hoes. I got in the mirror so the car don't smell. Yeah. Burger. What about the guys? What's that? The guys that were big hoes in high school would... Have like big hoes, big hoes. I said it, big hoes. They would have like, like they thaw, had a big like hose, G- or no, they were no, a big no. no, no, no. They wish they no. They'd have like g strings hanging from their rear view that mirror. That can't be. I mean, oh, that, for that's real. That's the sign of somebody that, that was totally, hasn't done anything. That was me in high school, man. Every time a guy lost his V card, there was a g string hanging from his Get rear view mirror in Monroe oh, County. Look it up. I do remember ball. like uh, the garters from prom being on people's gear shifters. See what I'm talking about? From prom? Yeah, here You know, this? like the girls would wear the garter oh, yeah. to prom. <laughs> the gar- they went on no, the leg, no, no. right? Yeah, the, the thing that went on the leg. <laughs> you went over the... You're like, I, yeah, well, I like the big gals. Garter. I like when they wore the full body garter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never had to you. I, the only thing I had hanging from a mirror was, uh, was an air freshener. That's it. Yeah. They All could right. pull you over, so- though. Yeah, they could. But this Illinois, is big news could. for the dream catcher business, I tell you that. <laughs> yeah, it is. You're right. <laughs> Invest now, right now. It's, it's not it's not passed yet. <laughs> so the the measure passed the Illinois House back on March 24th awaits an expected floor vote in the Senate. So the current law in Illinois prohibits things from hanging from a rearview mirror or fixed to a windshield on the grounds why they obstruct a driver's view. Can you imagine that this is what you're bringing up in these times that like we need to get to the bottom of this? Well, it actually makes sense. Okay, go on. Can you can you can you wrap your head around why this would be a thing that would that it, would try to be pushed through? Politicians don't want to do any actual work. No. Okay. It makes sense. Thank you. The purpose, because I was like, "What the hell? We have other problems." Mm-hmm. They say the purpose of lifting the ban is that just being being pulled over for something so minor can lead to violent confrontations between a driver and a police officer. Yeah. Hmm. Makes sense. Mike. Ah, I get it. Makes sense. 
Hmm. Makes sense. So they're trying to push this thing through. What if it doesn't pass and they can't come to a resolution on this? Uh, How pathetic is that going to be? I think they expect this to pass, but who knows? One for bipartisanship. Way to go, guys. Uh, It is officially bee season, guys. Yay. It's bee season. Love them. Mm. And a mom in Arizona just got stung dozens of times over the weekend while protecting her kids. Uh, It happened near Phoenix on Sunday. This is a nightmare. They were doing a family photo shoot when they got swarmed. And mom instincts kicked in. And she got her kids into an SUV where the bees couldn't get them. But during that, she took the brunt of it and ended up in the hospital with more than 75 stings. Ooh. I've never been in a swarm. So luckily she's going to be okay, but her kids had to be rescued from the SUV by firefighters who had to use like special foam to calm the bees down. Uh, the grandmother called 911, and and here's the, I mean this is the grandmother calling 911. Please hurry, please hurry. My daughter can't get in the car. She's being attacked by bees. Excuse my granddaughters are with her. Please send some help. Okay, how, how many people are being attacked by bees? I just think my daughter. Okay, you don't think that the two granddaughters are as well? I don't know. I'm trying to get back to her. She just called me. Okay, I'm trying to find her. Okay, well, I want you to be careful as well and not get attacked also. I am. I am. Well, that's I am. grandmother, and the mom called 911, and that's what this sounded like. Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! Oh, no, my eyes! My eyes! Ah! Ah! And then... And then the husband, who was there, also called called the 911. People are rallying. Bees! Bees! I was hoping this was going to Bees everywhere! God, they're huge! They're ripping my flesh off! Son, uh, roll around! Damn it, roll around on the ground! Forget that, I'm starting to swell up! Save yourself! Don't be the hero! Frank, allergic to bees? Me too. They're huge and they're staying crazy. We'll, we'll come back later and check on you. Yeah, in a while. Save yourself. Your firearms are useless against them. <laughs> oh, man. His act in an act in a comedy outdoes the Nick Cage one. Oh, Out yeah. Outdoes the Nick Cage one. Well, the Nick Cage one is supposed to be, like, serious. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, have you seen that Wicker movie? Man that, or, Wicker no, Man? dude. I can't. That scene automatically just bars me from <laughs> wasting any more minutes. Uh, so, so yeah, so according to a bee expert, the, the you're more likely to, to encounter swarms of bees this time of year because they're out looking for new places to find pollen. Mm-hmm. And the fire department posted tips if you ever do get swarmed. Uh, they say run in a straight line, cover your face, and get inside. But do not jump in the water. Why? That's a myth. You know, because the bees will wait for you. What? The bees will wait for you. They go, we ain't got nothing to do. We'll wait. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll wait. wait. They go, this is like this. <laughs> yeah, they get their arms folded. They cross we'll their, their top arms and just go, hey, we got all day. Aw. They also had a do not fight the bees. Do not yeah. fight the bees. Well, and also save the bees. You know, I mean, I get it. You don't want to be swarmed and murdered by bees, but also we need them for, like, food sources. So please don't, like, swat. Like, my, my father-in-law, he likes to sit on his deck with a tennis racket, and whenever the big old bumblebees come on up, oh, whoa, whoa, he whoa. likes to swat at them. And I'm like, hey, man, stop. They're not yeah, tennis don't, don't mess with the bumbles. Those are probably carpenters, too. We got they're, four hives yeah. now They're, they're the fakes. I, they're, I tell them every time. The, the male carpenters can't even do nothing Yeah, they're, they're, they're the good guys. They're, I know, man. They're fakes. We got four hives now on the farm. That's great. You know what we're talking about here. Have you ever been swarmed? No. See? I'm waiting I tried for to it. pet a bee. <laughs> it was the first time I learned that nature wasn't my friend. Petting a bee? Landed near me. 
was a big, I think it was a bumble. And I just reached out with my little four-year-old finger and oh. touched it, and it stung the... Dickens out of you. Dickens out of my index finger. And I remember being like... <laughs> <laughs> like just being I, so course. upset because every cartoon you see, you know, all animals. Uh, are I all... must have been five too when it, it stung my finger. It was on the, it was in the grass, and I went to touch it, and it stung. And I remember just uh, like the stinger going in, and it was connected to the body. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the another time I got stung, I was riding my bike. Must have been 10, 11 years old, cruising. I was on my mongoose. Shout out to all mongoose owners. Yeah, buddy. Wow. Banana seat. Rich nice. boy. Yep. Uh, rich, rich, rich. Rich boy. <laughs> you were riding a mongoose. <laughs> Must be nice. Yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. <laughs> anyway. We're in a Murray. Cruising down a hill, and I guess I, I hit a bee with my ear and uh, stung me in my ear. And I remember by the time I got home, my ear was swollen. It looked like a cauliflower ear from like mm. a wrestler. Dang. Dang. Yeah. Outside my grandma's house, she has these columns on her porch, and every summer, these bees would return, and we'd try to close the whole thing up, and they'd somehow get back in this thing. So every day as a kid, you know, you're running around like a maniac in the front yard stuff, and it, it's probably about 20 times a summer you get stung by a bee. It's yeah, just hilarious. It was that. over and over and over again. That well, whole section was just bee, bee land. Yeah, so I got well, used you, to it. Do you remember the bee sting home remedy? Because it went, oh, I got stung in the, in the ear. I don't. Nail My polish. neighbor across the street was a smoker. Mm -hmm. So she came over and took tobacco out of out of the cigarette, spit in it, and Ew. made like a paste and put that on my ear. I'll never forget it. Really? What? It's supposed to look that up. Tobacco? Something with tobacco a stimulant or something. Tobacco and spit. Rubbed it on my ear and took the pain away. Scott, you were talking about nail polish. That's what you do for a mosquito bite. Whoa. Right? Put I think so. nail polish on it? Yeah. Mom just oh, put... it helps remove, I guess if the stinger's in there is when you put it on. Oh. It helps remove it. Oh, mm. peel it off or something. Yeah. I just remember ha someone doing that to me when I was little. And... My mom just put Campo Fanique on everything, do you <laughs> Oh, yeah. Whatever that stuff was, it was the cure-all. Campo Fanique. I don't oh. even know what that stuff is. So why does tobacco help bee stings? Blah, blah, blah. Looking for a scientific explanation. Well, we there help, isn't help one. Sting. Three reasons why tobacco actually does help bee stings. Um, <gasps> placebo effect. Probably. Panic is part of the uh, getting an insect bite because it tends to happen at the dumbest moments. The fact that we don't know how our bodies react is another layer of anxiety. Well, when you're 10 years old and somebody goes, this will help with the pain. It says. And then the next thing it says, kids calm down. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Joe said, smell. smoke this, too. Smoke yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marble. <laughs> Calm the hell down. Yeah, tobacco. Yeah. <laughs> smoke this. It's the nicotine. <laughs> yeah, tobacco really is dangerous if it makes bees sting as well. Um, okay, so scientists think they may have figured out how to stop aging. Go on. Yeah, would, do would, tell. Would you even want to live to 100? Yes, sure. man. That's the yeah. goal. That's the, that's the goal. Okay. Why wouldn't you? Hang on. New question. What about 180? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, man. If I, I could do it somewhat comfortably. Able body and yeah. mind. Yeah. I, I want to outlive everybody so I can see everybody off. That's my goal. Like everybody I know. So just... researchers at UC San Diego may have just figured out how to expand, expand, your, expand your lifespan by over 80%. But before you get too excited, they haven't tried it on people yet. Um, just yeast. But it could be a big deal. So here's a very basic explanation. So we age because our cells start breaking down. And previous studies found it happens for two reasons. Uh, the, the mitochondria gets, gets weaker and our DNA becomes less stable. And that's true for yeast cells too. 
but they basically rewired and tricked them so those two things wouldn't happen at the same time. Instead, they alternate. Hmm. And they found that when each one got to take little breaks like that, it slowed down the aging process in general. And the yeast cells lived 82% longer. And they say it's just proof of concept for now, but they think the same type of gene therapy will work on human cells too. Dude. The main concern is, is it going to be safe? Well, the main concern is, let's say we pull this off. Safer let's, than death. Let, so let, let's say we pull this <laughs> off. Right. And we could talk about this for for a year, but let's say we pull this off. What would be the biggest societal changes that would have to happen immediately? Immediately. If now all of a sudden the expe- the uh, the life expectancy right. for an average American is 180. Mm-hmm. Now there's going to be oh. a lot more people here. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you, I mean, every, everything I think we all changes. Know this will be reserved for the very wealthy. Well, Those mongoose will immediately be yeah. capitalized upon. But also, we're kind of going in that direction. Yeah. Like, we worry about, like, old people driving. Well, self-driving cars are becoming a thing, right? Well, we're going in a different direction, though, because I think for the first time in, like, 80 years, we have a lower life expectancy than we did a few years ago. But if this was in place, and let's say you and I get to be 140, and we don't want to drive because we're old as crap— now we have these cars that can drive us to places. So that whole fear of like old people on oh, the yeah. roads, that's not a real fear anymore because the technology's right, kept right. up with the aging. I was and talking about population. Okay, so I was talking about population control, housing, farm right. subsidies. Like how does it? How Social does the, security. How does the structure diapers. of all of our economy so, yeah, so work? Th- so think about this. So you'll be able to live till 150, mm-hmm. and and cars will be safer. So there's gonna be less accidents thinning out the herd. What are you doing all day as a 150 year old? Like Whatever watching. I damn well please. Bingo. I put in my 80 years of yeah, work. This is good for bingo. companies. <laughs> yeah, but this like, is great for companies. You can now retire in 80 years. But here's the thing. My, like my retirement setup has me retiring at I think 68. That's whenever like my retirement set like to I'll be able to cash out then and then be all good, you know, until my life expectancy I think was 92 is what I'm hoping to get to. So, if I outlive my it's 92, I know. Holy smokes. If my 92-year-old ass runs out of money, then, and I'm still going to be here for 50 more years, what happens then? Like, that's going to be an entirely new uh, type of government experience that I'm going to be needing some money for. Listen, we got to think about this a little bit before we all start living to that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I'm we'll in, figure it out. I'm all in. If you're living I'll that figure long, it out later. Yeah, I'm in for the challenge. Yeah, I'm up for the challenge. Yeah. And I think, too, I mean, there's enough people that make it to their 100-year-old self that they're still living on their own. They're gardening. They're doing all their stuff. So... You could probably figure it out. You'd probably figure out, hey, gotta go work somewhere. It's also from a drastically do different it. time. That's also the exception. Really to it's also slowing your cells, which means you won't. It's not like you're gonna be decrepit from yeah. 80 to 150. Right. You're gonna be in good shape. Like you're gonna be an 80 year old that looks like they're 35. That's tight. Heck yeah, yeah man. Tight indeed. It's gonna be a lot <laughs> of loofahs hanging from a lot of antennas. <laughs> But now, throwback to that episode. But now it's twenty-five people per thousand yeah, square foot. Tell you foot. something, I'm gonna have every bandana hanging out of my pocket. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. I'm gonna be ninety years old and I'm ready experience... to party. Yes. I'm gonna experience everything. <laughs> Believe it. I, I can do it all. I'm a that young last, man. Yeah, that last fifty years from hundred to hundred and fifty, I'm letting it all hang out. Oh, I mean, imagine. Man. So I'm, I'm gonna be forty-five. Imagine knowing I have another 135 years to go. Yeah, you're only young once. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm only I'm only a teenager once, I guess. I mean, 45-year-old teenager. Uh, if you are in a fairly new car, this is, I thought about your dad when I saw this. No, if yeah. you're in a fairly new car, you've probably got a big touchscreen on the dashboard. Um, 
You know, everything's electronic. Yeah. But now car companies are planning to upgrade again by getting rid of those screens. So Slate.com just did a big article on how car companies are ditching touchscreens and bringing back more buttons and knobs. Why is that? It's because we want them. <laughs> touchscreens seem fancy, but they're actually the cheapest option. They cost as little as $50 per screen. So car companies would love to keep using them. But there's more and more evidence that having all your controls on screen like that is dangerous. Basically, the same as texting and driving. I, You know, I have a touchscreen on my on my on my dash, mm-hmm. and if I'm looking for a podcast, I take my eyes off the road. Yeah, yeah. that's my beef with Tesla. When I get in a Tesla, I feel like I'm in one. Of, you, did you guys watch Westworld? Yes. You know when they had the drone people that didn't have a face, mm. but they were like walking around yeah, and their face was just smooth and flat. That's what I, I, a Tesla is a car version of that. There's nothing on the dash. It's all. The minute that screen goes out, that car is inoperable. Well, one expert says it's weird that everybody, know, everybody knows that texting and driving is bad. Mm-hmm. But no one complains about how everybody's using basically an iPad while driving. Knobs and buttons are easier to find without looking, something younger drivers are just finding out. So companies have started switching back to them. There's a good balance. You can find a good balance. I don't want everything back to the to the, uh, to the the buttons and knobs. No, but I like, love my Apple so, Play. So I was at uh, David Taylor. Yesterday, and we're trying out a Wagoneer, and man, it has some digital stuff that I haven't, I've never had on a vehicle before. But all the stuff that I really am looking for, like the lights and the the basics, it's all button. So it's like the perfect blend. We actually even made mention of that yesterday. It's like, oh, there's just enough on the touch stuff and just enough of the real buttons because, like like you said, with the Tesla. You start getting used to everything being on the touch, and I don't even know where it is. What menu am I looking for? Mm-hmm. Well, this switch could be temporary, though. Hyundai is one of the few companies that hasn't gone all in on touchscreens, but their lead designer says buttons and knobs could go away for good as cars become more autonomous. And once our cars drive themselves, we don't even need to keep our eyes on the road. So, You guys have any, like, fancy thing that's on, on, on the car that you wish was more analog? Yeah, I mean, I'm with Riz where, like, if I... If I'm if I'm trying to get navigate on my touch screen and it's like sometimes it's just it's too cumbersome. There's too many little touch yeah. screen buttons. And sometimes I do want to just be able to hit, you know, like a scan button and then it'll just go instead of it being flat. Like I don't know there's a um I'm pretty good tangible with my, thing. My steering wheel uh yeah, yeah. volume yeah. and yep. switching yeah. tracks. Yep, and- that's that's my favorite thing. And my my other thing that I like about this thing that we're trying out uh, as opposed to some of the all digital ones is I like my air conditioning and like you know that kind of stuff on analog knobs. I don't I don't like looking for it on a screen. Mm-hmm. Cuz then I just get confused. The Jeep, yeah. Yeah. The Jeep has everywhere. both. You can do both with the Jeep. Yeah. Oh, I just use the analog. Cuz you could do it on the screen and there's a knob. Oh, that's nice. But I like having the analog. I like being able to go up, 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 down, down, down. You know, Yours that, doesn't have that? Yours is only... I don't know. I've been dragging, driving this wagon here for two days. So this is a button that says that. climate on the Jeep. They're both Jeeps, but yeah, um, I know what you're saying. And then I feel like it's, it's also an, underneath. I feel like it's analog. Underneath, too, is a, is a thing. I'm always using the analog one. I, I just don't like the, the, the digital one. If there's too many numbers I'm looking at, then I'm like, oh, crap, where's the time? Yeah. I don't know where the clock is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I drive a 96 Jeep Grand Cherokee, so it's all analog, baby. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't have a crank start. And uh, and finally, uh, a lot of people enjoy walking their dogs. I, I went for a nice walk with my wife. We've been doing that with the weather being nice. To put the dogs on a leash and you know, going around the loop by our house. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, you know, it's a nice way to get some steps in. It gives you a chance to get out and see what's happening in the neighborhood. 
or you know, it might just be an opportunity to to clear head. But it could also be super friggin' dangerous. <laughs> so researchers released a study where they found that the number of dog walking injuries has quadrupled. Oh my gosh. In the last 20 years. And that's because there's more dog owners. Hmm. Um and over two decades, 422,000 people have gone to an emergency room after being hurt walking their dogs. Stop walking them. Just stay home. So who who are the people that are going <laughs> to the hospital the most? Women. Oh. And people ages 40 to 64. With larger up, dogs. They make up most of the patients. And the most common injuries were finger fractures and traumatic brain injuries and shoulder sp- uh, strains and sprains. Dude. It's from larger dogs taking off and... Yep. We a squirrel. Yeah, arms getting jolted. Now I'm thinking about that yeast. 180. If we could, Life what man. if you could make your dog live longer? Oh, oh yes. heck yeah. I'm in. I'm Let's all go. in. Yep. Childhood dog. Oh, can you imagine? Total recall. If you could bring back your childhood pet, would you do it? Pet cemetery. Hell yeah. Would It'd you take the risk? Uh, Not my childhood dog, my current dogs. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That got me thinking about that. I'm sorry. I know that's a little, because I'm like, I'm sure the injury is older people walking dogs. We have a St. Bernard in our neighborhood, and a little tiny woman walks this dog. And this dog is Monster. almost double the size of the woman. Adorable. Does it have a, a barrel? No. I, was, oh. I looked for it, though. Does it have a barrel? All, all I'm question. thinking of, I mean, this, this dog is giant. Mm-hmm. And all I'm thinking is, how big are the craps on this dog? I mean, this dog must. Big. Big. Like the woman size craps. We had a neighbor growing up that <laughs> woman size uh, craps bred them. Why not man size craps? The size of the woman that's walking the dog. I'm sorry, I misunderstood. Huh? Back to you. <laughs> what about man size craps? <laughs> the one time you don't want equality. <laughs> oh, man. Interesting. How we cherry pick the equality. <laughs> you know, they say some tips about, uh, you know, walking the dog and, and making it a bit safer. Shorter leashes to avoid tripping on them. Uh, avoid places where the dog is could be distracted, known to be distracted. And using front attaching harnesses, you know, that, that help keep the dog from pulling. You know, this is a systemic issue because if you think about it, it's probably like a squirrel in a tree. The dog runs after the squirrel. The person's finger gets broken. Yep. Mm. Mm. Woman falls, separate shoulder, <laughs> drag down the street. Right. Yikes. I've seen that before. I had it happen to me when I was a kid. My dog was a sizable dog. Saw another dog, and I just wasn't, I wasn't ready for it. I was looking over something, and pew, I mean, dra- dragged me through this field all the way up to the fence. And uh, I saw some, something similar happen. She didn't quite get dragged to a fence like I did, but uh, I saw a lady go down. I never, I wasn't close enough to see how old she was. Could have been like a younger gal. Hopefully it was, and there was no shoulders or brain damage or mm. any kind of stuff. But yeah, I just saw the whoop like that, right, right off feet. You know, one arm like, oh, wouldn't let go of the leash. Then probably went two, three feet in the grass, and then the leash well, dog I, was yeah, gone. I leash see- was like, oh. I see some of these people with the big, long, retractable leashes. Mm-hmm. You know, the ones that, like, you know, could go out, like, yeah, so the like do- 50 feet. <laughs> so the dog can get a running start, <laughs> right. rip your finger off. And I'm like, this, this person has no control over this dog. Yeah. Like, right. no control. That's probably the reason they're up, in my opinion. Is the retractables? Not retractables as much as dog owners. We've humanized dogs so much that there's no... I think a lot of people that have dogs don't know how to have dogs. I agree with and that. Yep. They don't know. They humanize their pets, and then they don't have any kind of pet 
owner discipline, and then the dogs run amok, and then that's why they run yeah. 50 feet on a retractable leash and pull you around because they don't respect <laughs> well, you. Well, who's walking who? <laughs> exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. Or you get, like, everybody has, like, some sort of boutique or designer breed, and they don't do the research on what that breed exactly. needs as far as, like, what type of discipline, how much, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then the dogs running the house, dogs running the walks, uh, dogs yeah, running you, it all. If you watch any of those dog training videos, you know, they tell you, man, you got to show the dog was boss. Yeah, you got to yeah. remember, these, these are task animals. These are wolves. These are task animals that we've domesticated, made into your cute little purse dog or whatever. But, like, come on, man, do your research, especially since these boutique dogs are getting bigger and bigger. What are yep. the, what are the gold, golden doodles and the golden? Yeah, labradoodles and stuff. They're pretty big. Yeah, like, they're, they're, they're getting 60 bigger. 60-pound dogs, probably, I would man, say. I, I, we have a good walk when new dog is, like, right by my side. But you know your dogs. You know one of them has... has, has walking on sunshine. You, you, you know that one of them is doodle yeah. something or other. You know the other's a herd dog. I mean, you like, you know the breeds. You know what they need. You know the discipline that, that works. All of that. Yeah. And a lot of people don't do hey, that research. Be careful out there, guys. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Careful. Careful. I want to take a quick break. We'll come back with uh, some of your emails. And I'm going to play a little game. Uh, just for us here in the studio. All right. All right. It's called Think Fast. Ooh. Boy. <laughs> what? Glad you waited till after eight. Well, now we're all sharp. Yeah. Ready to go. Yeah. I'm ready. Got a coffee in. It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was, it was in disrepair. And the Colchesterville Fence deck, we did a uh, complete teardown, and then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterville Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism, that's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Rizzo this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basement tea experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement experts at Woods Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com.
Hi, this is Christopher Walken, and you're listening to a man whose voice is really f***ed up. It's the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Pow! I saw what you tweeted out yesterday. That's Mark. amazing. Yeah, I, last night I'm going to bed, and I, I, I rewatched Sex in the City like on repeat for the rest of my life, and the episode with Craig Gass. Yeah, that I, was not really Christopher Walken behind the scenes. That was oh, Craig Gass. Oh, man. But every time I watch, I always either text Craig or I tweet at him. And last night I go, Craig, it's your episode. I go, next time you come in town, the whole Rizzuto show is going to eat a, gel, or a glazed donut with you because that episode. That's a name. Drop! He, uh, and <laughs> if have you ever seen the episode that he's oh, in? Oh, yeah. It's all about. Glazed donut. It's, there's something about a glazed donut. So next time he comes in, I'll bring him. It's oh, yeah, I remember when he was on that. His, he looks so different now, by the way. I know, he looks so good. He looked like a young little baby. He did. Back then. Yeah. <laughs> remember that episode? He was uh, with the redheaded. Yeah, he, uh, he and Miranda are in Weight Watchers together because they're both trying <laughs> to lose weight. And they end up kind of hooking up, and he uh, does some pleasuring. And anyway, the whole episode revolves around them eating a Krispy Kreme glazed donut and Miranda relating the glaze to yes, yes, his yes. face later. Thank you. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I don't get it. Explain it more to me. Uh, yes. that, was that his hair? Was that his hair? I think so, yeah. Wow. Where's the pic? Oh, here uh, Look on she Lauren's uh, Twitter. Learn versus radio. Yeah, I mean, he looks completely different now. Like, he, I feel like he looks older in the '90s than he does now. Like, he he really did some good stuff to him. Here, check that out. Oh, look at Craig! Different dude. Different Whoa. dude. Different guy. I that was him. twenty plus years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. All right, so let's do a little contest. Just uh, just uh, all of us here in the studio. And up for grabs, I'm gonna buy. Uh, I'm gonna buy lunch. Ooh, Can we get baby. the cash what? equivalent so we don't have to go with? Yes. Jerk. Oh, very good. Literally right. the cash equivalent. All right. Yeah, I ain't got time. <laughs> You would love Should to go out to lunch. Come restaurant. on, you want to go out to lunch? <laughs> you know what? Are you inviting me? I mean, in the fu- a future. Sure. Yes. I, 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 I demand it today, hey. and your company, and I pick the restaurant. No, I'm going to give you just ten bucks. I appreciate oh, that. Just say ten dollars. What is that? Buy well, you I'm going to buy you lunch. Where? It's very well, nice. Like a bag of chips, ten dollars. Yeah. McDonald's. I'll tell you what. <laughs> All right. This McDonald's. guy just wants to look good. I'm not having McDonald's for the entire year. Well, then I don't know what to tell you. You're not having McDonald's for a year? Yeah, I'm seeing if I can go the entire 2020, because I love McDonald's. Seeing if I can just wait it out. All right, so I'm going to go around the, so I'll start with Moon, Learn, Rafe, King Scott. I'm going to give you a statement or a question, and you have to name the answer, like, without hesitation. Okay. No ums or ahs. Oh, so there is a right answer. There is a right answer. All right. There is a right answer to this. this is around the horn? No, this is not around the horn. There is a right answer to this. All right, I'm going to keep score. You want to keep score? Great. Thanks. Now, there's a chance to steal. So let's say I ask Moon a question. He ums or ahs. I give him the old. Mm -hmm. Okay. You could steal the point. Anybody? Anybody. By yelling your name. And then you have to answer it right away. Yell my own name? Or your name? (laughs) You can yell my name and give me another chance. Let's not make this more confusing than it's going to be. You're right. I'm sorry. (laughs) Rafe. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. Thank you. Oh, wow. One point for Rafe. Okay. No, you could steal you could steal his point if you yell out your name and then I go to you. Okay, you this is it's called think fast. So <laughs> there's no like two seconds. It's like I get, I tell you and then All right, my, my heart's racing. Moon? Yep, yeah, what? A chess piece starting with the letter P. Pawn. Dang. Oh my god. How you like that? I like it. You better keep up with that kind of talent. 
Was wow. that practice or real? No, that's that was real. real. That was okay. definitely that was a good practice. Learn. Han Solo. Learn. <laughs> I mean, I'll want your answer right away. Okay. Something that comes in a box that starts with a C. Cats. I don't know. <laughs> cats. I cats. don't know. Rafe. Well, toy Rafe, cats. Rafe, Rafe, Rafe. Cookies. Not crackers. For cigars. Oh, yeah. Give me a break. Oh, okay. Hold up. Oh, so I there's knew. specific answers. Oh, yeah. I see, I see. I told you there's specific answers. Well, you should have told us the answer. That would be easier to get. When okay. you adopt a cat from a shelter, you bring I'm sorry, it home you got in the a answer box. wrong. Negative one point for learn. Only I get to what? talk about it. I'm taking a point away. Whoa. Objection. <laughs> Argumentative. Okay, whatever, man. Wow, negative. I'll get to point. zero. Let's see. Rafe, name a Disney princess starting with the letter S. Too long. I don't know. Seymour. <laughs> anybody? Anybody? Samantha. Oh, wait. No. Sleeping Beauty. Oh, uh, uh, her no, name is Aurora. Erroneous. Oh, Her name is Aurora. What? You just back it on. Minus you know another point. Wow. <laughs> oh, Negative two. I got the judges back here. King Scott, starting with E, what is the name of Bruce Springsteen's band? Too long. East Street Band. Moon. Rafe. East Street Band. Moon gets a point. Because he said his name. After. And then he said it. All right. Moon's up two. I'm down two. They had to say your name be called upon. I did call upon him. Yeah, he looked. Uh, you yelled at E Street Band, so did he, but then he said Moon first. All right. Are you arguing? No. He gets a negative point, too. <laughs> now another negative point for, for telling the judge what to do. Okay. Oh. You know what? Minus three. Oh, man. I think so you're going, handling this. Going going yeah. go, you're do doing an incredible job. And not argue, and <laughs> I can win this. Yeah. Going into round number two, Moon is three points? Yes. Two points. I'm negative three. Okay. And Rafe and Scott? Zero. So we're tied. Moon. <clears throat> yes, sir. Name a comedian starting with the letter K. Kennison. Too long. Lauren. Yes. Kevin Nealon. What? Rafe. Yes. Kevin Hart. Yes. Oh. Kevin Nealon, man. <laughs> a no? Not, not for this game. Oh, I see. <laughs> not for this moment in time. Yeah, we're finding out there are specific answers. I had no yeah. idea. Yes. You're right. Learn. What famous horror film features a woman getting stabbed to death in a shower? That is Psycho. Yes. No. I'm going to give that to her. I'm going to give that to her. I just would like you to just give the answer next time. That's a yellow card. <laughs> <laughs> Write down yellow card. I have a yellow card and negative two right now. <laughs> doing good, Learn. Rafe, how many legs does an ant have? Six. Yes. Rafe's got a point. Scott, what currency is used in Russia? Too long. Moon. Rafe. Moon. Uh, Too long. Not. Rafe, rubles. Yes. Oh, the Look at you go. Wow. Rafe in the lead. Three, moon two, learn negative two. Okay, going to round number three. <laughs> moon, what is the Statue of Liberty holding? Torch. Borderline there. Yep. Good answer, though. Learn, what do you call the nose of a horse? Too long. Rafe, snout. Nostril. Or king. Moon. Nostril. Moon. Mm. Bridle. Muzzle. Muzzle. A muzzle. Ah. Adorable. Hmm. <laughs> Rafe, name something you shake starting with a D. <laughs> Wait, well, I don't want to get kicked off the air. Moon. King. King. Dice. Yes! Oh! Yeah! Wow. Two points for 
Thanks, Scott. Why did you get two points? There was a better and more accurate answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had it. He said you could have said dong. I was gonna say moon dingling. Uh, Scott got it. I was looking for I dice. I want to have dump. Looking for dice. All right. <clears throat> King Scott. An electronics company starting with letter S. Samsung. Yes. Wow. All three men tied. Learn still at negative Yay. two. Right, you got him. <laughs> Scott, I am impressed. Thank you. Moon. Good job. Yes, man. sir. Round number four. A store that's not open anymore starting with a T. Too long. TJ Maxx. Rafe. Rafe. Uh, Too long. King, the pottery barn. With a P? With a T. Would you like oh, to Oh, T? Just, I thought you said P. Would you like to just take a guess? No, I would not. <laughs> Toys R Us. Oh, uh, it's still open, by the way. It's still open. It is I back. mean, not really. But yeah. it is. Not in this guy's mind. I went through it the other day. It's on the top floor of Macy's. Negative one for me. That's a, in a Macy's. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just telling you where it is. Lauren, negative one for telling the judge what to do, <laughs> and, negative, and negative one for me. But, sir, sir, <laughs> I was just telling you where you could get toys. Uh, That's absurd. I love this. I love games where everything's arbitrary. Learn a store at the mall that's still open that starts with an O. Too long. A store at the mall that's still open that starts with an O. Old Navy. Come on, guys. Uh, at the mall? Come on, guys. Oh, yeah, that was right there. Come on. Where is there an Old Navy in a mall around here? They're all on their own. They're all on There's their own. Somebody look Galleria. up West County Mall. There's an Old Navy in no, there. there that's negative four no, there is not. And there's one in No, there is not. You will, I'll find, you will find a Toys R Us, but I already got a negative point for that. If so. there is an Old Navy at the West County Mall, there's an negative. Old Navy inside the JCPenney. There is no Old Navy at the West County Mall. I was there. What about the Galleria? I think there's one there. Or South County Mall. There's no Old Navy over there. There's a South County Old Navy on Lime. That's a mile if away. There from is the mall. A, a an old navy in any mall in the area. Negative four. There is no all the old navies are by themselves. Sir, I will not question you. Are you looking? You're can can the gallery in Dallas count? Yes, I will let you die on that hill because I have lost a point already. Rafe, <laughs> you. I want lunch. A kind of dr a kind of drum, starting with B, bass. Yes. I also would have accepted Bongo. That was a nice. two. Would have accepted two answers there. King Scott, what is Peter Griffin's last name? Griffin. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Score update, please. Uh, Moon is at two. King is at four. Rafe is at four. Learn negative three with a yellow card. Okay. <laughs> I'm real pissed. <laughs> Got a yellow card? <laughs> what is it? There is no Old Navy in a mall around here. Somebody's gonna. Somebody's doing the work. The Galleria in Dallas does have one. So, uh, Rafe, if you would, can you look up? Oh, you got a computer there? Yeah, hey, I got a phone computer. What do you want to know? I was looking Old it up. Navy, Old Navy South County Mall. Old Navy South County Mall. Absolutely not. You're thinking of the Gap, which is owned by Old Navy, right? Mm -hmm. Old Navy is on. How Lime. about St. Clair County Mall? St. Clair County Mall. That's in our area, St. Clair County Mall. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> get 
<laughs> There's an old navy in Fairview Heights that stands on its own. There's no old navy at the St. Clair County Mall. Do we consider a plaza a mall? Sir? How shall Permission I, to speak. How shall I answer this? <laughs> how shall I answer this, Judge? All right, fine. Learn. I give you two points back. All right, cool. Whoa. No, negative one. Still got that yellow card. Negative one with a yellow card. Final round. Final Is round. Is the Old Navy and the Chesterfield Outlet Mall, does that count? <sighs> That's an outlet mall. I'm going to go still, ahead and say that counts. Still a mall. That's, that counts. That's a still mall. a mall. All right, I'm back at negative three. Back at negative three. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he was right all along. We knew this. Back. Now you know this. Now I know it. Back at negative now three. Now I know. Okay. Final round. Moon. Yes, handsome. Oh, wow. Yellow card for Panda. Yellow card. Oh, oh, yellow card. That's what I'm talking about. Sir. <laughs> Sir, you're quite average looking. That's what I meant. <laughs> All right, Moon. Yes. Without hesitation, what time is it right now in California? Seven something. Seven something. <laughs> Anybody. Six twenty or six twenty eight. Yeah. Moon. Six twenty eight. Yes. Come on. Wow. Package it. You stole hey, wait, he can steal his own question back. Yes, I can. Yeah, he can. He stole it back. <laughs> okay. I didn't know what, that. What do you guys say? Uh, I gave him the answer. I just How did you not know. ring in? It's good. I was trying. I didn't know that I I didn't know that the original He's person could with you. go again. It's ridiculous. Now I know. Tell you what. Learn. Mm-hmm. How many Olympic rings are there? Six. Moon. Rafe. Moon. Five. Yes. Dang it. Oh, baby. He's coming back. Dog. On it. Sucks. All the men are at four. I'm still at negative three. Back Rafe. to you. Daisies and brownies are both what? Girl Scout cookies. Branches of Girl Scouts. Very Girl Scouts. Final question here. <laughs> I say Let's little see. Debbie snacks too. What's the uh, man? I thought you had that, Rafe. I. Me too. What's the score right now? The score right now is Moon in the lead with five. King and Rafe are at four. I'm still at negative three. Scott, this is a three-point question. Oh, three-point wow. question. Wow. <laughs> All right. We got it. We got it. We got it. I don't know how it always winds up being like a, you could possibly win when it comes down to you. I don't Just know. Just luck of the draw every time. Scott, think fast. Name a reptile that starts with I. I- Iguana. Rafe. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I was looking for E iguana. Yes, that is. Iguana. iguana. I didn't know you'd give the stutter. The electronic iguana. <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations, Scott. Ten bucks. There yes. you go. Yeah. Nice, job, oh, nice job, man. Final score. Uh, King Scott won with seven. Seven. Uh, Rafe and Moon. Rafe had four. Moon had five with a yellow card. I had negative three with a yellow <laughs> You'll card. You'll get him next time. Man, Thanks, this money smells good. Yep. Oh. All right, let's, uh, let's take a break. Pseudo Show. Thanks. Traffic and weather. We'll take a break. We'll come back with the emails.
then crap on celebrity. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at go2dobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on go2dobs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Pacino, and you're listening to a man who's got the softest balls I've ever seen. The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, buddy. All right, welcome back to the program. All right, we got your emails here in a second, but, uh, you know, they say there are no dumb questions, but uh, here's one. Seriously, think about this. Seriously. Is cereal soup? Mm. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to say no based on the grounds that you can eat it without milk if you want to. Good explanation. Yeah, because the cereal itself is the cereal itself. Correct. So cereal, when you say cereal, you're talking about a box dry good. Yeah. And when we're talking about soup, doesn't it have to be in water or broth of some sort? And technically milk is not a broth. It can well, be. Well, it right? can be because, you know, there are cream-based soups. Wait, I'm sorry, what? Like, like a cream-based, like, uh, potato, like soup a potato or... soup or uh, New England clam chowder. Mm. But that's a chowder. Isn't it? Isn't that, aren't there yeah, like, but it's different like milk. It's yeah. milk. I'm just trying to give cereal an out here. I, I, don't, I don't think cereal is soup, but, no. but one in nine people do think cereal is soup. Mm. I mean, make an argument. I'm convincible, I'm sure. I mean, yeah, I think the dry good is cereal, and then whenever you combine the... Extra ingredient of milk, it, it turns into soup. Cereal soup. Cereal soup. Yeah. It makes sense. So, so you think it's soup then? I'm going to go with it. This right. is you think cereal it. is soup? One in nine, right there. I mean, I think it's reasonable not to get upset <laughs> about it either way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, another question. Another question. Can you smell air? Uh, I can smell the air in our hallway that smells like somebody oh, yeah. fish. What a-hole cooked fish in the microwave? And Iggy Strode is not here this week. Iggy is always, Iggy from TMA is always the first suspect. Right. <laughs> when he, anything goes he wrong. He was blamed out. for about eight minutes. By the way, when anything goes wrong, <laughs> Iggy is always the first. <laughs> whoever it was. Damn it, man. I'm not even here today. Whoever it was also spilled a bunch of it onto the new carpet. They yeah, did. And it looks like puke. Oh. So there's a lot of crime going on. The new carpet. New carpet yeah. right oh, outside yeah. the break room has clearly hot sauce and pieces of fish. Oh, man. So somebody, you wow. can almost follow Dude, the breadcrumbs. And you know what? The company didn't didn't splurge for the Scotch Guard. Nope. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Our carpet's going to smell like fish oh. for a long time. Now that time. there's yeah. fish all over the carpet, I'm sneezing. It's, it's ridiculous. Hostile work environment. So can yeah. you smell air? 
Oh, the bathroom for sure. Air itself. Well, I mean, air is made up of all the different molecules that make up air. So I would assume if there are smell molecules in the air, whether it be a fart or fish or whatever it is, both. So yes. you're no. Or no, a fish. I mean, because you I can mean, smell yes. stuff in the air. Mm -hmm. Yes, but you what is air? Air, according to the dictionary, is the mixture of invisible, odorless, tasteless gases that surround the earth. All right, so you cannot smell it. So, but air, people do say. But sixty-eight percent says yes, you could, you could smell the air. So air I'm, is. I'm more of a. You could smell the stuff in the air. So yeah. they consider air all the gases that are tasteless and odorless. Yeah, the mixture of invisible, odorless, tasteless gases that surround the earth. So that's a factual no. Okay. Yeah, by definition, ask, air is. By definition, yes. Uh, interesting. I've never heard that definition. I, I, I guess I never associated that definition so strictly. Is uh, is tea just dirty water? Yes, yeah, stained water. I think so. I think it's yes. stained what? water with antioxidants. Well, then wouldn't coffee be stained water? Yeah, dirty sure. water. Hmm. And that's really what I mean, it is. Damn near. I mean, everything we're drinking is stained water. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, it's a liquid. Yeah, so. we're just putting crap in it. Hmm. So it's it's dirty water. It's H2O everything with is. some. Yeah. So is soda. So is Gatorade. So everything. It's just water, and then we just it's dirty water. Throw mm -hmm. crap in it. All right. Is Santa having elves ethical? No. <laughs> I'm going to go to Rafe on this one. <laughs> well, as an expert in elf culture, uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I would say... Because I'm no. assuming they get room and board, but no actual money. Yes, but, right. but can they walk away on their own? Where would they live if they weren't living with Santa? And we're pretty much split Is up that Santa's one. concern? Like, I feel like there is... Like, if Without Santa needs Santa. them, you know... I. Without Santa, what would the elves be doing? Right. It, that's not wow. Santa's concern. He's an employer, and they're getting room and board for- But they're not getting money. They get food. No, they might have 401k and everything. Listen, you're talking indentured servitude here, but you're you're acting as if they can't walk away. If they choose that this is not a great scenario, me making toy trains for right. for mm. this wonderland mm -hmm. and, and food. The real question is, would the Oopa Loop has crossed the picket line? <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. If elves go on strike. Yeah. That's a good question, too, you know. Will there be solidarity in small indentured servitude? Yeah. All seems fair in capitalism don't want them to and unionize. commerce. As long so, as they're th happy and thriving and can take vacation, I'm okay with so that. So is Santa having elves ethical, yes or no? Yes, if they're not if they're not forced to be there. I mean, how can you be an American capitalist and say and say that it's not ethical? You can walk away at any time. Come on, God. You can, hey, I'm putting right. down my tiny hammer and walking away. God, God, right. pal. Go ahead, pal. <laughs> that's Santa. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, little guy? Go ahead, pal. <laughs> Go ahead, pal. You think you can find a better gig than this? You it's got true. a long walk to the next block. Yeah. You know, I mean, you don't you think about it. Like, the lawn gnomes and stuff, you don't ever really hear anybody talking about them. I mean, they are the most famous out of all the elves. Yeah, they help Do you think lawn gnomes grow. are more famous no, than no, Santa elves? No, I'm saying the Santa elves are more famous than the lawn gnomes. On that one. He was the <laughs> There's, you know, they got a good gig. He was bowing up, man. What? Sit out. <laughs> Yellow card. <laughs> no. Yep. Um, okay. You got uh, one. Is a smoothie just really baby food for adults? Totally. Yes. 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 Absolutely. For sure. When's the last time you guys ate some baby food? Oh, when I, I got an. E we, we've got an email about this. My mom and I, when my mom was a single mom, and she and I would go to the grocery store, I used to love the apricot baby food, and she'd be go, she'd go, go ahead and get some. And we'd just, like, we used to have get a, a spoon. We used to do a thing where, oh, where a contest to feed Moon baby food to see we're, if you got really? it. Really? Yeah. We have, we have do an you email. Want to, do you want to do it? We Let's have an email. Back. You want to eat the baby food? I will. 
Absolutely, I will. Are you okay with meat? No. Can you just Save. make it like a meatless? No. What are you talking about? Why has it got to be meat? Fun. Listen, you're the well, you baby. Do the peas. You don't get to pick. <laughs> you literally just confessed that you like the flavor of the apricot one. I did. Sounds like your game. I, yeah, but I we just can't said do I'm like game. Meat. I know. I'm I don't want to do meat ones. <laughs> what what uh, gave it away? Her saying, "I will do it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with the caveat well, I of no, no meat. Was, like you could even mi- do like the mix. Aren't there mixed ones? Like yeah. it's like banana mm-hmm. berry or whatever. All right, fine. Next time at the store, I'm buying baby food. Go for it. And I want to have a little baby spoon. Oh, yeah. All a right, little good. plastic well, we've thing. Got it. This is exciting. <laughs> and does pizza taste better in a square or uh, a circle or a triangle? Depends on the pizza. I think any shape works for it? me. You know, I'm partial, not because this is an emo's town, but I, I really do like a square cut pizza. Me too. Yeah, pizza I think it's slice. the best. I like the middle I like, piece. I like triangle. And I'll tell you why. It's easier to hold. That's true. It's true. Know. There's a soft spot in my heart for that rectangle at the cafeteria I used to serve every oh, Friday. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Maybe it's one of those things I should never ever eat it. Yeah, but that was thicker though, wasn't it? Right. And you could kind of grab uh, it by the sides. Yeah, and it when had you that. get that middle emos piece that is that is molten hot lava mm-hmm. top. Yeah, yeah. Man. that's what I like. The reason I like this, I guess the squares do win is because you don't have to waste your time with silly crust. That's just there like for the filler. It's not really there for any quality. I like the crust. It's a waste of money part. I also like to fold. I'm a folder. Are you? Like I like to fold the triangle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fun. Have the spear. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe because that's how I grew up, but uh, I'm more partial to the to the triangle-shaped pizza. All right. So most of you guys are all squares? Yeah. Hey. Definitely. All squares Definitely. And I'm a triangle. All okay, square. that's fine. All right, let's get to uh, some emails, uh, Moon. Ratio at 1057thepoint.com or send your instant feedback through the 1057thepoint mobile app. Emails are brought to you by Big Dick's Brick Mailboxes, your one-stop shop for all mailboxes. Need a new mailbox.com. Um. Back to the little people who, the little mythical creatures who make things. Yes. Let's not forget about the Keebler elves. Please. Yeah, yeah as I say, they make But I believe cookies. they're self-employed. Oh. I believe maybe yeah. they're break-offs from I think Santa's. they own. I think, yeah, I think yeah. they're business owners that are, that are, <laughs> that are, that are playing like they're down in the factory all That's the time. But I don't business. know about that. Yeah. Maybe they came from, maybe they de- defected from Santa's workshop, North yeah. Pole, found right. a tree, mm-hmm. and started making cookies. Not yeah. a bad idea. They, they were inspired. They went south. They found a, you know, below the Arctic Circle and said, Santa's no. like, go ahead. <laughs> and they're like, fine. Who's yeah. coming with me? Two it's, other dudes were like, yep, let's do this. Right. That's why they live in a tree. They never even saw one. Snap, crackle, pop. Also, tiny dudes. And the Smurfs. Making soup. Making soup that talks to you. Yep. Yep, making, uh, yeah, making... Smurfs are communists. Yeah, and they murder children. Smurfs are communists. Smurfs murder children. Did you hear that whole thing? What? The whole theory behind all that? I don't want to hear about it. It's wild. You mean Gargamel and and Adriel? He's the good guy. Are the good guys? Gargamel's the good guy? Smurfette was the cutest out of all of them. The town tramp, Maybe that was her weapon. I thought Papa (laughs) was. How dare you? (laughs) Just because she was blonde? How dare you? (laughs) All right, emails. All right, we'll just go into this one since it's, uh, you know... uh, Top of mind here. Good morning. I feel as if Baby Moon has been neglected. He is hungry. That segment was so funny, and I remember where I was when you did it last. The music really got me, Brady. So it looks like yeah, this music? is perfect timing. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was, it was quite oh, a game. Was, it, was it Rugrats music? And it is Aww. tough, by the way. It is a much tougher game. When you have the goggles on and you can't see anything, yeah. and you're fed <laughs> you some turkey see. dinner baby food, Right. Phew, good luck guessing what the heck that is. 
When I'm you're talking s- about the blends of the fruits, yeah, way tougher. Yeah, so uh, we'd feed Moon, and this song would be playing. It is Rugrat. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I, this is, I think it's even before your time with the show. No, we out. did a couple times. We did it. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to do like a Moon and no. myself both no, do no, it, I, and then I we'll see you. who guesses? Oh, no, moon you want to feed, feed you. me? I have now. Yes, I have now graduated. Here comes the airplane. Oh. <laughs> I thought I Did saw an email that people wanted me to feed you. Feed me? Like a bird. Moon, baby moon. Oh, baby bird, though. Oh, that was chewing oh. food and spitting into his mouth, which oh, I'm Lord. also down for. <laughs> Are you sure. serious? I'm sure you would be. Next. Uh, staying with games, uh, here's the next email. I'm sorry to point this out, but in the Do It Bitch game, Rafe answered the video game one with The Adventures of Zelda. Oh, Ooh, God. sorry, but we were looking for The Legend. That's Legend of Zelda. That is incorrect. There is no video game called oh. The Adventures of Zelda. And if Candy Lane was wrong for Scott, then Rafe should have not won with that round. I understand that you cannot take back the prize that was given out to the listener, but I think Rafe and Moon need to suck down some jelly beans and apologize. Thanks, Justin. Well, I mean, Thank we're, you, we're Justin. We're past the, the statute of limitations for... Uh, Are we? For the contest. Yeah. It looks like we statute- still have 40 more minutes. Yeah. <laughs> is the statute like a week since we've played the game? Or what is the statute of limitations it's on this three show? three days. Oh, three days. <laughs> all right. I'm still getting all the rules down. So, Next. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> okay. Here's an interesting one. Hey, guys, and learn. Hey. 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 Question for Riz. Just curious on why you don't like the name Thatcher. I've been listening to the podcast for four years, and I've always been curious and thinking you should explain what Riz's backstory is for not liking it. There's no real backstory. I had to pick a name to pick on. Mm -hmm. Three out uh, of five stars. Thanks, Thatcher. Thatcher seemed to be like the most waspy kind of like country club kid name. Oh, really? Because a professional who installs thatch as a roofing material is a Thatcher. So this is a hardcore. That's a man's man. This is a blue collar name. Back in the 1600s. I don't know. That's still going on. I don't believe there are any Thatchers thatched roofs. that are listening to this show. Who's got a thatched roof that you know? There's plenty of, dude, that's like a big thing in England right now, is going back to the thatched roofs. And we, and we have a good, I'm just saying, there are Riz listeners, Riz show listeners in okay, England. Okay, so they are You a, are legitimately, are a, you are insulting They are a Thatchers, not named. I'm sure there is a Thatcher named Thatcher out there somewhere. <laughs> that was from Aaron, but, but by Rafe, the way. Yes. For for comedy's sake, I was pick just picking a name yeah. that I thought sounded maybe the most country club waspy. Thatcher. Mm. It's a good choice. There's a, there were a few on the table, and that's a that's a very solid choice. Like what's the name? Um uh oh Spalding in uh Yes. And Caddyshack. Spalding! <laughs> Spalding would have, would have accepted Skyler. You know? S- Skyler I feel like uh, that was a very uh Skylar doesn't seem waspy to me. Okay. Skylar's like a hot chick. Right. Yeah. Or Southern fella. No. I know she's talking about. <laughs> I know a dude named Skylar that is. You'll like, meet a Skylar at a Motley Crue show. Hell I know a yeah. dude named Skylar that, like, uh, I mean, just opposes all of what you would think a Skylar would be. This dude is big old beard. He's into, like, just super He's uh, Southern swamp, boy. swamp metal. Yeah. Like, he is. Uh, I don't picture Skylar as a guy. No. I picture this, Skylar this, as, this oh, is a that's that's what I always picture. I picture him, the this big is beard. A bearded the, feller. Free Breaking Bad. Free Breaking Bad. Like uh, yeah, maybe. Pam Anderson. Now, Skylar with a K or Skylar with a C-H? With a K. K. See, the C- I think uh, the dude is C-H. C-H. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, Skylar with a C-H. Mm-mm. No, I do. Yep. I was at, kick your ass. The name I always sure. go to for, like, D-bag is Chad. <laughs> I was like, this guy's freaking Chad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems to be a thing. Yeah. 
So yeah, we my, get those emails. <laughs> one of my true? best friends is a Chad, so I agree. I'll send those your way. Oh, there's a Chad email <laughs> to learn. Chad email. But that's that's learn. why that I had to pick something. And that was as it. the go-to like Thatcher. Yeah, and I'm sure Aaron represents um, a lot of people that were wondering what your story was. Thatcher doesn't do that. <laughs> we don't. We've never told Thatcher no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next. Howdy, Riz Show. Hey. hey. Future Team Riz member here and longtime listener since I was in high school. Last week's topic on mowing grass and our hero Riz's idea of edging after mowing, the correct method per the Thursday Night Mowing League rules and regulations, is use your weed whacker, then you edge your yard, then you mow your yard, then you blow the yard. <laughs> Otherwise known as whack, edge, mow, then blow. Okay. All right. Yes, here's I'm aware why, this sounds like a bad freaking weekend. Here's why you weed whack after you mow, because you mow and there are certain spots that you don't get. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to know until you mow. Well, you're a pro. You don't miss. Yeah, but didn't Scott say that you weed whacked first and then you get all the clippings that kind of mulch Yeah, up? so that way it goes away it and your yard sense. looks perfect. But if you blow after you mow, the yard is sensitive. I will say that. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> This person says the, uh, the uh, this Jake, by the way, stay your weird friends, Jake. Uh, he says the uh, Thursday Night Mowing League is a Twitter account that's hysterical. He said it's full of beautiful lawns and advice. I'm sorry, you're wrong because you weed whack wow. after you mow. I disagree, man. <laughs> because the, you have those big deck mowers. There are rules. I don't care what league they're in. Rules. <laughs> We're going to start following them, though, I, I feel like, on Twitter. Right I now. like this. Like, you have the big deck mower, and there are places that you don't get, you can't get because of the size of the lawnmower. Then you go, as a former weed whack boy, then you go in with the whacker to, to get the high areas you can't get with the deck mower. It's, Duh. It's weed whack. 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 What was the proper uh, form? Uh, edge? It is. And then you edge at the end. Whack, edge. It's whack, mow, edge, mow, blow. Mm. Whack, edge, mow, blow. Wrong. What is, what is it here? Tell I'm going to tweet it out. What we think the order it's is. It's mo, whack, edge, blow, done. I disagree. Oh, whack, edge, mo, blow. First of all, th- doing it this way, then then when you're done mowing and, and that, that, like that's the sweaty part, then you're blowing. You're done. You don't want to. You don't want to mow and do the whole like. No, you mow, nah. whack, edge, blow. I'm Blowing with, is the last thing you do. I'm with Jake on this. Oh, whack, edge, mo, blow. Okay. <laughs> Next. One more. Hello, Rizzuto Show. Hey. Three and five has become a go-to car ride game for our family. My five and six-year-old were playing today. My five-year-old said, uh, name three. Hey, do you not like your job? Will you be doing the same thing, making the same amount of money in five years? You know you could change your life with a career in tech and have unlimited growth opportunities. Now, you've heard about Centric for a long time, but why haven't you done anything yet? Graduates are always saying, man, I wish I would have done it sooner. Now, don't wait for something bad to happen or let something else make the decision for you. Make the decision to change careers your decision. Did you try college and maybe it didn't work out? Now you're stuck with a job you don't like, with nowhere to go. You don't like who you're working for or with. Look into Centric and a career in tech. They could change your life in four months. Not four years, just four months. Your new life starts at centric.com slash Riz, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash Riz. They train people from all backgrounds with little to no IT experience. Programs are starting all the time. Centric.com slash Riz.
dead people. And the six-year-old said, Mom's grandpa, Dad's grandpa, and the yellow Power Ranger. My five-year-old, all of those were correct answers. That's Thank you for the correct. entertainment Thank and getting you. us through our morning so commute. The, is the yellow, did the yellow guy die, yellow Power Ranger? Is Wasn't the, the yellow Ranger a chick? No, that's the pink Ranger. Yeah, I know, Kimberly, but... One just died. I think the, the black Ranger died. I thought he was the green one. Oh, man. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. They looked us up. But it is nice to know that our games are now seeping into the, the lives and the fabric of five and six-year-olds. That is good. No, the Yellow Ranger is still alive. Her name is uh, June Kwan. There we go. Oh, man. Well, then take the prize back. That oh, no, six-year-old no, no, is not going to the concert. Her name is... Uh, how would you pronounce this? T-H-U-Y. Toy? Toy trying. She's alive. Right on. Take the tickets back. <laughs> All right, straight up 9 o'clock. Grab on celebrities after the break. It's comedian Nikki Glazer, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Um, happy birthday, Riz. All right, so I, I stand corrected. The uh, the yellow, uh, yellow Power Ranger, the original, died in a car crash back in 01. And we just took the tickets away from the six-year-old. The kid is right. The kid is right. <laughs> My favorite is you get all these, everybody's like, hey, the Yellow Ranger's dead. And you go, the kid is right. The kid is right. <laughs> so the original Yellow Power Ranger passed away in a car accident. It's a bummer. That's bad news. Good news, I do have a concert announcement to make. It's a big one, guys. Very exciting. Big concert announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a big summer show, Point Fix Summer Show happening Sunday, September 3rd. I believe the 4th is Labor Day, so we got Monday off, guys. Coming to the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Sunday, September 3rd, 2023. Tickets for the show on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Ladies and gentlemen, the return of Shinedown. Yes. Shinedown, Papa Roach, and Spirit Box. I'm excited. I know you're into them. Spirit Box, super good band. Eternal Blue, excellent record. I'm, I've been wanting to see these guys for a while. Well, you got an opportunity. Here it is. Shine down, Papa Roach, Spirit Box, Hollywood Casino Amphitheater, big summer show. Sunday, September 3rd, tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Well, there you go. Now, Crap on Celebrities. The Rizzuto Show, Crap on Celebrities. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with you all, Crap on Celebrities. And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best, flush the rest, brighthouseco.com, 636-600-0188. Riz, you are not a fan of the vinyl records, but I saw this story and I thought, ooh, you are going to hate this. (laughs) (laughs) Even more. Fallout Boy have come out with a way of uh, marketing their latest album, So Much for Stardust. And yesterday, they made available a very limited number. We're talking 50 copies of a vinyl record that has real tears pressed into it. Oh, God. Now... This is actually really cool. They shared a, uh, a video on Instagram, and they've actually trademarked the process. They're calling it Crimal. Ah. And the, <laughs> the manufacturer claims it's done for maximum emotional fidelity. It is a, a double-sided, tear-filled LP packaged in gatefold box with built-in tissue dispenser. Dude, that's so emo. Whose tears? Pete Wentz's. Pete Wentz's tears were pressed into this vinyl. And it's really cool because... Um, and this is very tongue-in-cheek. I mean, obviously. No, the video shows if you move the vinyl record, you can see, like, water moving through it. Yeah. 
It's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. Time out. Let me see that. But do you think it's from the people that had to listen to this? And no. And here, here's Crinal. At Crinal Technologies, we prod real tears. This is a video. Each record is sealed with the artist's lacrimal excretions dilute. Requiring extreme care and handling. Pride ourselves with the most in preserving the emotions present at collection. Seeing at only minimal risk for the listener. Okay. To the polyvinyl know. chloride containment unit. <laughs> Look at that. Look at the video. What made him cry? Does it say? No. <laughs> look, look. It, sh- it showed him taking a pipette, and they're taking the, the tears off of his cheeks. And putting them in a test tube. This is awesome. That is great. This Good is, job, guys. This it's is pretty neat. Brilliant marketing. Look, it's got his name on the little. Yeah, uh, it's a fun little. It's a fun little gimmick. Yeah. First of all, it is. if that's if that's real, like the, the vinyl where they have like a hollow thing on the inside with with fluid like there, that, right. that is freaking sweet. That's looking. what I'm talking about. How does it work? How does it work? We'll never awesome. know, guys. It's, it's incredible. Gotta, that's got to make. I have it a similar pet. Goofy though. Oh, you it do. didn't go as well, yeah. Vaginal, it's not as good. It's not as <laughs> <The> good. Crinal <laughs> yeah. records. I'm more for the vaginal. <laughs> well, we'll see if it takes off. <laughs> so anyway, only about 50 of them were pressed. So if you got one, that was pretty excellent of you. Uh, in other new music news, Saliva have announced that they're going to be releasing an album. They completed shortly uh, before the death of their guitarist, Wayne Swenny. And uh, they actually consulted with his family, asked if it was cool if they continued on playing music, putting out music, and the family was uh, all good with that. Quinn- with Josie Scott or Joe? Josie know. Scott is the, the old singer. I don't know if. Right. Yeah, I don't know is who's he back in Saliva anymore. I don't know. Huh. In other news, Corey Taylor is going to be releasing his CMF uh, T2 solo album on his new label imprint, Decibel Cooper. And, um, Rest in peace, Gordon Lightfoot, Canada's legendary Man. folk singer-songwriter known for... I knew you were going to be upset, Scott. Uh, if you could only read my mind and Sundown, which who doesn't know this song? Okay. Gordon Lightfoot coming at you. He was a wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's my lake pump-up song. Always play it on the boat. He sounds like Gordon a Gordon Lightfoot. I can see you lying back in your satin dress in a room where you do. Oh, I know the song. Doesn't he sound like a moose? I can see you doing this song. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, that's a great song. I've, great got, song. I've, I've played Edmund Rick. Yeah, Rick at the end of five. This stuff is awesome. Salute him. Salute him. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Lord What's that? You know the song? Oh, yeah. This, this, this whole sound is so cool. Like, it's awesome that, like, in this era, this could be mainstream pop. Well, like, yeah. Cat, you know, Cat Stevens, like yeah. that whole. Him and That's Taylor. It's really cool. Yeah, this his guitar work is worth investigating if you're trying to learn guitar. He's Dude, one of the greatest. That song's going on the Riz Pod. Today. There you go. That song. Forgot about it. Nice. He died on Monday. Toronto Hospital's publicist did not release the cause of death. Uh, he was 84 years old. Ooh, I got it. Too many birthdays. Too many birthdays. <laughs> Left behind uh, two daughters, Meredith and Ingrid, and three sons. So rest in peace to Gordon Lightfoot. As radio DJs, you guys should extra tip of the cap to the Edmund Fitzgerald because I bet that's been helping radio DJs poop for a long time. It's a oh, very it's long, a long song. Intro. I never played it. It's a very long song if you got to have a potty break. Mm-hmm. But a great uh, we would do that song. with any Metallica song or tool. Tool. before automation uh, tool or Metallica. You, yeah. throw on, you throw on Master of Puppets, you got, you got eight minutes. Blinded by the Light by Man for Man's Earth Band also. You, that's a good one? Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Uh, AI, we were talking about this last week a lot about uh, the terrifying pizza commercial that we all yeah, <laughs> watched last week. Pizza hug. Pizza hug. Or uh, pepperoni hug. Pepperoni hug. Pepperoni hug. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> well, AI has now taken on songs by John Lennon and Paul McCartney um, and transformed them into Beatles songs, which is incredible. Like, again, the music side of AI is just, I think, possibly the more successful okay, version so of it. Okay, so want me to play one of these? I do. Okay, this is sample the Beatles' new AI. Don't look at me, it's way too soon to see what's gonna be, don't look at me. It is. So this is not really the Beatles. This is an AI-created Beatles song. They took John Lennon's solo and Paul McCartney's solo and meshed them together to create what this is. Oh, man. There's another one, too, right? Yeah. Did you send me two? I did. Yikes. It's going to be really interesting with publishing and intellectual properties and all this, uh, how, how this evolves into something. And if it gets handled before or after, it's everywhere. Did you guys see the AI beer commercial? Mm-mm. Oh yeah, it's new. It's uh, it's wild. It's going with the messed up faces. Yeah, and they can't. They haven't mastered people drinking. No. This is another Beatles song. Hey, I created Beatles song. It's called Grow Old with Me. So try to apply it and say, like, okay, in 12 months from now, AI can make a Riz show episode without you. Using your voice from the last nine years, using our voices from the the last nine years, can make a Riz show episode. That's the equivalent of this compared to the Beatles song. I think the reason that the music sounds so good is because it can take other things like beats per minute and whatever is makes a good song. You know how like there's science behind like what makes a song a right, hit? Right. I think that is playing into this because to me that sounds beautiful. Like I would just yeah. listen to that. I mean, if you would have told me that's a Beatles song, I would believe you. Right. So again, if they're doing that with Beatles songs, so in 12 months from now, there's an AI Riz show. I, I, as that, what I, do you, you do? Know, I'm, I, it worries me. It's worrisome. Okay. Um, as somebody who works in this kind of business that that could be done yes that's worrisome as a fan speaking strictly as a fan my my emotions are mixed on that because what about this moon what if i took a greek fire i i told ai i want to take tool and greek fire and Mm -hmm. i want to make a a remix of those because these are my two favorite bands right we'll call it tire and that i mean that as a fan i'm not talking about an artist from a fan perspective taking your two favorite bands and meshing them is so cool of an idea, but yes, it's awful for the artist. Right, the art. like, like yeah. man, I, that's not really that's not really them. So right. that side is telling me, man, that's it's BS. It's but it computer, is, but yeah. it is really them. But in the same respect, it's a good song. So why shouldn't I like it? Can their company that whoever owns the Beatles sue? 
Yeah, I don't know. For stealing all that sound and everything. And Well, so that that's where it's really going to come down to. Because right now, if you steal a song, if you steal a part of a written song, then it's against, obviously, like IP rights and publishing and all that kind of stuff. But if you're creating something completely new, then it doesn't fall under the same purview as far as the courts go. I mean, so, you could say that with, with comedy, too. I mean, you could do a, like, Rafe has stuff out there on, on YouTube. Yeah. You could make a whole routine. Right. Right. So what I, I tell you that AI is not doing well in that arena. No. I did. Well, I, yeah, it's fresh. It's brand uh, new. Josh put in, Josh McNew asked them to do a Rafe Williams, scour the internet and do a Rafe Williams bit, and it was uh, it wasn't great. Not successful? Yeah, yeah, but I think if you have that attitude, that's a dangerous attitude going forward if you sure. keep that, because that's how you get swept behind, going, oh, I'm not worried about this, I'm not worried about this, it's too rudimentary. But we didn't, we weren't even talking about this eight months ago, because we didn't even know it existed. Right. And now we're talking about Oasis, uh, the new Oasis yeah. record, sounding better than the last Oasis the record. The music industry should be very afraid. No, yeah, and, and here's, uh, f- from an artist's perspective, I actually... I think this is like really, really cool. It's potentially super dangerous, but at the same time, it's very, very cool because if you if you learn, we're in your basement and you you had the technology and you wanted to create a tool in Greek Fire combo, I'd go, great. As long as the publishing is all worked out and all that, and you pay me for what I what I have done in in well, you can also say helping same, your art. The same about auto tune. Man, you don't really know how to sing, but you're going to put your voice through this thing. It's going to make you... Yeah, I see it as a It's potential- going to make you yeah. sing right, correctly. It, it's, it's, a, it's a business disruptor, but I think once the dust settles from actual, like, making sure the artists are taken care of and everybody's taken care of, I think this is a, well, an, an interesting quick. tool. I, I, I'm not going to say a great tool, but I think it's an interesting tool that I'm all about using. I have always maintained that I do welcome our AI overlords. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm here get to serve you. Let's just get pay that me. out there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We bow to you, yes. Uh, you guys remember the 1993 action film Cliffhanger? Oh, yeah. damn right. Yeah. It's Stallone. It's coming back. And Sylvester Stallone is going to be starring it again as Gabe, a mountain climber who has become embroiled in a heist with a group what? of international criminals who lose their stash of money. Um, probably not the same exact plot. Remember the opening but very scene? Ju- yeah, it, it inspired Ace Ventura 2's opening scene. Oh. Yes. <laughs> remember where he's like holding on to the raccoon? No! Yeah. <laughs> if John Lithgow's not coming back in the helicopter, I'm not there for He him. might be. There's speculation that he might be. Do you remember that scene? Or did he die? I, I mean, I haven't seen that movie all, in... All, all I remember is, like, John Lithgow was this imposing bad guy flying into the helicopter. <laughs> like, 25 years. I'm not sure I'm afraid of that guy. And finally, this is surprising. Ticket Source did some research to conduct a study through Instagram posts about who has bands tattooed on them, right? And so tribute tattoos to your favorite bands. Who do you think would be in the top 10 list of bands that people tattoo on themselves? Metallica. Metallica came in at number seven. ACDC. ACDC was not top 10, but it was on the list. Mm. Slayer. Slayer, not on the list. Hanson. Did you say Zap? Oh, Led Zeppelin's got to be number one. Led Zeppelin is number eight. <gasps> I was very the surprised Beatles. by number one. Symbols. Beatles, uh, not top ten. Elvis. Hendrix, not top ten. Do the Rolling Stones lips count? Because yes. I think that would be high. That would be high, but it's not in the top ten. Oh. Floyd. Pink Floyd came in at number two. Guns and Roses? Guns and Roses, not top ten. Because I'm just thinking cymbals. Dude, the, the Zoso. Yeah, yeah. Nirvana? Zeppelin cymbals. Nirvana came in at number four. You want the top ten? No. No, 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 no. no. Oh, that's wild. So we're missing one and three. And any pop, any pop acts. Number one is a pop band. Wait, is Black Flag possibly on this? That is not. David. Number Blake. one is a pop band. Number one is a pop a band. Beatles. Pop band. Current pop band. Beatles. Oh. Not the Beatles. Okay. The South. Korean AI generated Beatles. <laughs> no, AI. <laughs> What's the South Korean group? BTS. 
BTS is number one. Yeah, there we go, BTS. Which is crazy. There were more than 37,000 yeah. posts on Instagram of The fact that anybody's a fan of that band over 18 is disgusting. Well, and they're going to regret Whoa. that tattoo, possibly. I said it. Whoa. Well, the T stands oh, is that for AI Riz? Other... <laughs> 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 It was a computer, I swear. <laughs> Think about that, though. You can get away with a lot more. With AI. You can... It was AI, Rick. Hey, hey. Yeah, there you go. Prove it. Other, Prove uh, I said it. What am I missing? Number three. What is it? What is it? Number three was Slipknot. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Iron Maiden came in at number five. Wu-Tang Clan at number six. Mm. Oh, 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 oh. What about the uh, the clowns? Insane Clown Posse. Insane Clown Posse. Nope. Sadly not. That's crazy. crazy. I know like nine, nine people alive. with hatchet man tattoos. Blink-182 came in at number 10. I've and Ramstein at number nine. And that's it. Um, the, the two SG might be last. There's one tattoo I know of. <laughs> Celebrities celebrating a birthday today. Two Eddie first names. Rogers. Lily Allen. Is 38. Ellie Kemper, St. Louis's own. Yeah. 43. Jenna Von Oy. You guys know who that is? Well, yeah. Six. Six on Blossom is 46. David Beckham, the beautiful British star, married to Posh Spices, 48 today. Dwayne, the Rock Johnson, is 51. Ty Herndon, country singer, is 61. Lou Graham, Foreigner's lead singer, although he hasn't been with them since 03, is 73. And Bianca Jagger, that's Mick Jagger's ex wife. Uh, Billy Joel's song, Big Shot, is based on a bad date with her. Oh. Bianca is 78. All right, and today's point our birthday, which me brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Savannah Stern. Today's birthday girl has been in 436 fun films, including Ass Factor 4. She was in Assapalooza 2, Ass is a Face Destruction 2, Beyond the Call of Booty, Blackzilla versus Manaconda 1, Bubble Butts Galore 4, Face Full of Diesel. That's the second Face Full of Diesel in the last oh, couple yeah. days. yeah. Popular. Uh, Horny Joe's Gym. Please pay my tuition. The Tushy Tango. And who could forget a role in 2006's Tim Von Swine's Pork Barbecue? Horny Joe's Gym. <laughs> Horny Joe's Gym, by the way, not to be confused with Horny Jim's Joe. Oh, yeah. Totally different movie. Those are totally different. Different section altogether. Uh, Savannah Stern is 37 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Moon's got your sports. It is. Civil rights activist Jeff Dye. And you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, one final thing before we get out of here. The Rizzuto Show Sports. All right, man, what do you got? Well, a post-dispatch analysis of regular season box scores since 1901 shows the games in 2023 are lasting an average of 158.8 minutes. That's yeah. around 35 minutes shorter than they were last year. Yes, baseball. So, so how, how much shorter? Uh, 35 minutes shorter than I'm last okay year. with that. Uh, baseball, by the way, last year reached an all-time high of 193.8 minutes per game. That's it, it seems much. like the players are starting to settle into you know the pitch clock and mm-hmm. yep. it's helped the Cardinals out a lot. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> at the peak in 21, baseball Yuck. had reached a point at which games were running nearly twice as long as they were a century earlier. Uh, an average game in 1903, just for example, took one hour and 40 minutes. Uh, looking at individual teams this season, those playing the longest and shortest games uh, so far are the MLB's worst two teams, the Royals averaging two and a half hours 
and uh, the games involving the A's, which are lasting about uh, almost 170 minutes. Cardinals are just a hair above the average, 159.1. Uh, Cardinals home games at Bush Stadium are more action-packed than the league average, taking 15.9 minutes per run scored, which I thought was interesting. Cards mm. take on the Angels at home at Bush, 645 start Show tonight. Ohtani in town. That's a big Sweet. deal, Ern. It is. A big deal. Serena Williams just dropped a bombshell at the Met Gala. It has nothing to do with tennis or fashion. She's got another baby on the way. So congratulations to the retired tennis superstar revealing her pregnancy as she and the husband, Alexis Ohanian, arrived at the gala. Just to be sure that there was no confusion, he did a bunch of pictures with his hand on her belly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, how you know. That's a universal sign. That's right. That's how you know. She's pregnant. A baseball signed by John F. Kennedy sold at auction. How much do you think it sold at auction for? Let, let, let me just give you a little history John of the ball. John F. Kennedy played shortstop for the <laughs> Right. <Yeah. laughs> this, is, this is the most expensive ball ever signed by a president, by the way. The Asociación uh, Venezuela de Baseball Profesional is the name of the ball. It is a ball that came from a reporter named Julio Masuti, who was covering JFK and the First Lady's visit to Venezuela to meet President Romulo Betancourt in December of 1961. There were 19 bids. How much do you think it sold for? Oh, man, I don't even know where to start. Rafe. 2.5 mil. I'm going to go less. I'm going to go $550,000. I'm going to go $1.5 million. $166,000. Oh. He didn't give Scott a chance. What were you going to say? One, he said 104. Yeah, yeah, I went way over. Oh. Uh, so, we yeah, $166,000. Uh, pretty interesting to see that, though, since it was a baseball. Not from... Not from a player, but not, a not, not from a game, even, or any of that kind of stuff. Uh, Nuggets beat the Suns, went up 2-0 in their series, while the 76ers beat the Celtics and took that series lead. one and nothing. I'm mooning. That's your sports, because whatever, dude. Whatever. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. Thank you all for tuning in. Boy, we talked about a lot of stuff today. I mean, we, from here to there. All of it. in between. We talked about everything. Today's Pappy's Smokehouse recap. Brought to you by Pappy's Smokehouse, celebrating 15 years locally owned and world famous. Two locations, including Highway 70 and Mid River Mall Drive in St. Peter's. Everything we covered on the show today sports, crap on celebrities, tons and tons of news. Uh, car companies are bringing back buttons and knobs. They're going analog. Uh, scientists may have figured out how to stop aging. A hero mom was stung 75 times after bees swarmed her family during a photo shoot. And, uh, Man, a student ate a piece of artwork that was worth, what, $160,000? Tell you what, that's an expensive banana. Check it all out. Oh, yeah. It's a funny story. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Today, the podcast title, well, it came from Learn once again. How about man-sized craps? Okay. <laughs> also, we did a fun little game. Bought somebody lunch today. I got yeah. a yellow card. Yeah, thank you. Got a yellow card. Yeah, you were carded. Well, I guess you don't have to find out who won, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> King Scott said, I was going to say, find out who won. And that game was so good, uh, Tommy, the big boss, said he enjoyed it. Oh, good. Oh, my, oh right. we got a compliment from Excellent. our boss. Oh, wow. How about that? Yeah. Wow. We should, well, hey. hey. Oh, don't hey. get any better than that. But then you tripped me. It's okay. All right. Anything else? Moon? That's it, man. Learn. Oh, 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 no. I, oh. I, I do have something. Oh. We have a very special guest on the Soccer 101 podcast today. St. Louis City SC's goalie, Roman Berkey. Oh, Whoa, that's a big one. So Michelle and I will be talking to him in a few hours, and we will post that later today. Make sure you subscribe uh, to the podcast. It helps other people uh, find the podcast throughout the planet. I'm so jealous you get to talk to Michelle Smallman so much. It's Not awesome. so much the goalie. for She rules. Yeah, I'm more excited about Smallman. You know, you could pick up the phone and just call her. I could. It was fun in that. <laughs> Uh, learn anything else? Uh, Spirit Box is coming with Papa Roach and Shinedown on Sunday, September 3rd. We announced that. Uh, big summer show. I'm excited. Okay. Rafe. 
Uh, follow me on the socials at I am Rafe Williams across the board. And uh, this Thursday, I'll be a city winery headlining their first comedy show. So look at if you. If you're out and about, come check it out. Heck Scott? Yeah. yeah, follow me at King Scott Rules on every social thing. And uh, stay tuned because music and the book coming soon. Okay. Uh, I'll be out at the uh, Schnooks and Webster Groves on Friday from 1 to 3. Then we'll all be out at the Hot Shots in O'Fallon, Illinois. From uh, 5 to 7, have a chance to win uh, fabulous concert tickets, Point Fest tickets, pit tickets, T-shirts, the new Rafe and Learn stickers. You know what I'm excited about? I want some guy to take his shirt off at the Hot Shots, and I want to put Learn stickers on his areolas. That's what's going to happen mm. on Friday. I so, think we can make that happen. I would like to ha- have Man, that happen the as The things that she can get away with, we can't. They, yeah. we can't. We I have the that. exact same wish. <laughs> <laughs> so, two guys, twins preferably. Oh, yeah, let's get some identical twins out yes, and get their I nips all stickered twins. up. If you're an identical twin <laughs> and you're not an uggo, you come out you to come Hot out. Shots. We're nipping you up with our stickers. Okay. That's right. Speaking of Hot Shots, we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day, which is brought to you by Hot Shots. Proud sponsor Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz from St. Louis. Krista McKenzie. The Rizzuto Show podcast. Powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs. Dobbs.